0: The following is a Dallin Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio. Our coverage of Dallin Catholic Sports is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Ken, Mercy One, The Catholic Tuition Organization, Skiffington's Formalware, and the Florist, Northwest Bank, and Catholic United Financial. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio.
1: Good evening and welcome to week number three of the high school football season here on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network. Mark Amadale joined by Matt Mandring, John Chido as we get set for another warm night of high school football on this Friday night, gentlemen. Temperature 85 degrees, a little bit of wind, so it's not quite as bad as the 105 degree heat index the first Friday of the year, but yeah. it's going to be a warm one tonight. And Matt, we're going to be up here just roasting the press box while. Johnny's down the sideline, beating all the air,
2: living life on the sideline. This is the time of year where it's better to be down there than up here. But it'll be it'll be a nice night tonight to be anywhere watching this football game. You have two of the top teams in the state. They're going to tangle with each other. And Ankeny, coming off a loss, that might be unexpected if you're an Ankeny person. And uh, coming in here to Dowling, and it's going to be one team's going to walk out of here with two losses. It's a really good football team. No question about it.
1: And, John, you'll be on the sideline. This is a rematch of last year's state semifinal where Ankeny won in overtime to knock Dowling out of their uh, eighth consecutive uh, trip to the championship game. Ankeny won the state title. And this is an Ankeny team. Well, they they got several players from that team back this year in key positions. they got to replace their quarterback. But, John, this will be an exciting matchup in week three, Dowling and Ankeny.
3: Oh, it sure will. And, you know, for Dowling fans, Dowling players, Dowling community, you've been waiting a, a year now to, uh, for this rematch to come. And, uh, you know, give it another shot and, and be able to move forward and, and get, over, get over last year. And it's another good Ankeny ball club and a good, a good uh, Dowling ball club. And they've both been tested with tough schedules uh, yep. from the beginning. So it's going to be a test uh, for Dowling's offense against Ankeny's a- defense tonight.
1: Well, it certainly will. And obviously, uh, you know, with Dowling coming off the win last week, Maroons trailed at halftime 10 nothing. And uh, they scored 17 unanswered points, Matt, to uh, come from behind and win it. They were three out of four in their possessions in the second half, and the only possession they didn't score was when they went to that infamous victory formation. (laughs) Uh, Dowling putting up 17 second-half points to overtake uh, Waukee Northwest, who's 0 and 2, by the way, and hosting tonight Southeast Polk uh, out there at their brand new facility. But we saw the Dowling offense come to life in the second half after going 0 for 4 in the first half with a turnover.
2: Yeah, and they, you know, it all comes down to that offensive line, and we saw it both weeks. You know, they came out a little sluggish in the first half, and with new players in there in that offensive line, it takes some time to gel, especially against different fronts. Yeah. And so this week, you know, coming into the game, you're going to see them move around a little bit, and um, some odd and some even fronts. But it, this offensive line has really started that second half. They just they dominated the game, and, and uh, Dowling rode that rushing attack to the finish line.
1: Yeah, no question. Turn around the defense, John. Dowling defense has been stellar all year. They they wait for the offense to kind of catch up. And uh, the defensive line and the linebackers really uh, have done a great job. Joe Hughes leads with tackles. He's a will linebacker. He has 17 on the year, along with Adam Townsend and Noah Seamer. Those linebackers have been active. That's because the front four. Uh, Jalen Pettis, Cody Heikas, Chase Patton, Owen Weber, and uh, Carson Hagen in there, they have put pressure on the quarterback to make things happen, and we're going to see more of that tonight.
3: No question. When your Will linebackers leading the team in tackles, that means the defensive line is doing their job forcing other teams to try to run weak, and the Mike linebacker is doing his job by plugging the hole and, and making, making the, 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 the running backs uh, for the opposing team to have to use that cutback. But I would say our defensive line has been the strongest it's been in years. The deepest it's been in years, when you're able to rotate seven, eight guys and keep them fresh, that makes a huge difference. You know, Ankeny's offense, they're going to do a lot of shifting around. They're going to use a lot of their wing back. They kind of have that little centennial stuff with their, those double leads or kind of fake type stuff with, out of that wing, wing type formation. They like to try to get that wing back in, in, in the flats and kind of run a, like a little pick play with their their tight end, so linebackers going to have to be disciplined, stay at home, and and be
1: aware of that. No question. Well, guys, let's get to the matchup. Matt, uh, we'll give you the uh, Ankeny offense against this Dowling defense. And, of course, the Dowling defense, uh, Blake Anderson will not start. He was shaken up last week. Uh, He will uh, come off the bench tonight and play. He got cleared to play. So Jake Anderson will start at free safety. And Kellen Shiman will start at bandit linebacker. For the maroons but offensively the ankeny hawks uh we're going to see a quarterback that's very similar to dowlings loves to throw doesn't run a whole lot they run a lot with their tailback and Kadolph who's back from their state tournament yeah
2: kadolf you know he everything's going to run through him on offense he's just a strong running back and through you know uh two games already he's got uh, 365 yards and three touchdowns so that's what they're going to rely on j.j cole the transfer coming in as a junior you know, they don't throw the ball a ton. In two games, they've thrown it 39 times. He's got 144 yards, uh, no touchdowns, and two interceptions. The thing is, though, he's a strong – he's one of those guys that's a big – you know, I want to say – I don't want to talk about tomorrow too much, but an <laughs> Iowa Hawkeye-type quarterback where he's, you know, this big, tall frame in the, in the, in the pocket, and he's going to stand there, and he's got a strong arm, and he can pipe it. And uh, they like to take shots. You know, they're going to run the ball and they're going to throw deep. Unlike Dowling, who will take it and throw it to the flats and do some of that small game stuff after they run the ball, Ankeny's going to do it and, and run some deep patterns. And it's going to test, uh, you know, Joe Reed, who's played really well yes. over the over the we'll first up, two ball especially. games. You know, of not playing first year in football. And so it's going to be some of those types of things. How much pressure can Pettis and and Hagan and, and all those guys up front put on J.J. Uh, Cole as he stands back there.
1: All right, Matt, let's take the other matchup now, John Chido. It's the Dowling offense against Ankeny's defense. And Ankeny, four returning starters uh, led by uh, Brady si- Braden Simonson, uh, Jackson uh Tamden Webb Tate, and then Ryan Crandall and Will Cornell. They're two and three year starters there in their uh, Rover and safety. Very tough defense. Uh, you know, Centennial scored 14 points last week off them, but uh, the offense didn't click. Uh, what does the Dowling offense have to do against this Ankeny defense? Well, I
3: think you're going to see them try to establish the running game, and you're going to see a lot of run, run game with the tats tied in because uh, they run that 3-4 defense. You have to really be aware of that. Um, I think it, they'll, they'll, they'll do a lot more short passes again. The thing is, is, is if Dowling's offense is penalty free and they're able to run the ball, that's a good thing. They're going to wear, wear teams out, and they're going to be successful. If they can't stay ahead of the chains and run the football, and establish the run early. It's going to be a long night or a long first half, kind of like what we saw last week. All
1: right, John, you'll catch up with the head coach Tom Wilson of Dallin Catholic at halftime and during the post game. Uh, you'll be much cooler than J- Matt and I will be here in the press <laughs> box. I can already feel it. It's already uh, warm in here. But yeah. uh, guys, uh, you know penalties are a big key, turnovers are a big key, and special teams. So it should be a great one. And uh, so thank you for tuning in. Iowa Catholic Radio Network along with the Central Iowa Sports Network as we simulcast tonight Pete Tarpey and his crew. And we'll have uh, Carolyn Kirkhoff at halftime talk about the Dowling Clubs. You want to stay tuned for that. Matter of fact, Matt, my membership lapsed, and I got <laughs> to talk yeah, to about that. It, yeah. it did lapse. Well, so. She'll take your money at halftime. I'm sure she will. <laughs> Johnny, can I borrow uh, maybe 15, 20, or 30? All right. Well, thanks for, st- thanks for tuning in to the pregame show. We're going to come back, and I caught up with head coach Tom Wilson of Dowling Catholic. He'll talk more about tonight's matchup with the Ankeny Hawks, both teams with one and one records. Dowling ranked number two, and Ankeny, the defending champions in Class 4A, ranked six. We'll be back with more here on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network.
4: Thank you, Ashworth Vision Clinic, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365 on Iowa Catholic Radio. Ashworth Vision Clinic online at ashworthvision.com. Ashworth Vision Clinic, 515-440-4610.
0: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com. Thank you, construction professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio.
5: Thank you, Dental Associates, for supporting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. 515-225-6742. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com.
0: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Kemen.com. Thank you, Kemen, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio.
1: Welcome back to the pregame show here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Mark Amadale and joined by head coach Tom Wilson here on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network, as Dowling takes on Ankeny here in week three of the high school football season. Coach, thanks for joining us tonight, and uh, best of luck against the Ankeny Hawks. All
6: right, thank you, Mark.
1: Well, coach, last week, uh, uh, come from behind victory, a game and you were down ten nothing at halftime, you won it seventeen to ten. Shut out to Waukee Northwest in that uh, second half, but uh, you got down at halftime. We'll kind of recap the first. It it was two different, it seemed like two different games. First half, it was obviously uh, a defense oriented. You couldn't get your offense going. Four punts and interception for all five of your possessions in the first half. Second half, that all changed. And, uh, Coach, what was the difference? What happened at halftime that that changed for you for the better in the second half?
6: I'm not sure we changed much schematically. I, you know, as you look back on things, really, we hurt ourselves many times. We would uh, be going along fairly well uh, offensively, and and then we'd have a penalty that would knock us off schedule, and and we wouldn't get back on. and uh, It's it's certainly frustrating, and something that that we have to correct because against good teams, it. Uh, it makes it very difficult, and you could see that with Northwest. And then in the second half, it was pretty much the opposite, that you know we stayed on schedule and made some plays and, and did some good things, and the consistent thing really was our defense.
1: Well, it certainly was, Coach. Your defense is out there quite a bit. They gave up one long run to uh, uh, Tanner Spikes, with their are uh, walking Northwest outstanding uh, running back. He had like a 60-yard run that put him in position for a, a score, which they did score later. But uh, I thought some of the young men on defense did a great job. I mean, there's kids that are making tackles. And I know you, you were playing with uh, some kids that were dinged up. But uh, uh, I want to go back to one of your uh, – I think your cornerback who had uh, an outstanding game. I thought he made some big tackles, and that was Jared Rickey. He saved a touchdown on a kickoff return. And uh, he saved that touchdown uh, from 60 yards by Spikesman. Even though they scored later, he made some big plays.
6: Well, oh, he did. And, you know, honestly, the – the the long run by Spikesman, they ended up kicking a field goal there, and that ended up being huge. And he didn't give up on the play, and and uh, great effort by Jared, and and uh, certainly proud of that. He'll continue to get better. He's worked really hard uh, to deserve uh, the playing time that get, he's getting. And you know, you mentioned some of those guys. I, I you know I think our D line, it's fairly well documented how. While they play, but you know we've got uh, we've got Shemin in there really for the first action uh, this year. He's been battling back from injury. Um, I thought he he did a really nice job, and uh, Jake Anderson's done a nice job. But um, really, Townsend and uh, Pettis are the ones that kind of make all of that go. But the rest of those kids have done
1: a pretty good job. Well, they certainly have, and sometimes you see those kids in other positions, either on offense or maybe special teams, and one of them was Adam Townsend. He got the go-ahead touchdown late in the fourth quarter to uh, give Dowling the victory, but he's been actually a starting linebacker, but he has played on the offensive side. We saw that last year, and we saw it in a key spot last week. Well, we did,
6: and, and uh, you know uh, Cam was, was out, and, and then uh – You know, C.J. ended up having an issue. I think he got poked in the eye or or something like that. So uh, he came out, and, uh, you know, Townsend was right there, and Meeks grabbed him. We send him in, and he goes 15 yards for a touchdown, and uh, it looked like he was shot out of a cannon when he uh, ran through there. So uh, I can't say enough good things about Adam Townsend. He's a terrific leader and uh, really, really important to our football team.
1: Yep, that's what you expect out of a captain, and that's what he does. is with head coach Tom Wilson before tonight's game, Dowling and Ankeny here on Iowa Catholic Radio from Valley Stadium here on the Central Iowa Sports Network, as we'll be a simulcasting tonight together. And, you know, Coach, you look at the matchup with Ankeny. Last year it went to uh, overtime in the Dome in the semifinals. Ankeny got the uh, the win and Oxley obviously went on to the championship game and won it. And uh, the Hawks coming off a loss, and... Does that kind of make it that you actually saw the Centennial tape with uh, Ankeny? Uh, how does how does that present itself tonight with that matchup? And, you know, they can't be looking by too many teams. They couldn't be looking by their arch-rival Centennial. They can't be looking by Dowling. And they can't look and be looking past Southeast Polk, who they got next week. What's with the, uh, the Hawks, you think?
6: Well, they're a really talented team. And, and uh, I think uh, Centennial uh, obviously played well and very inspired. I, I think Ankeny helped them. Uh, with some untimely penalties that uh that certainly hurt them would keep drives going for Centennial or or hinder a drive for Ankeny and it's it's crazy how it can unfold sometimes you know we've we've had teams here where we lose a game where you just kind of shake your head it just didn't work out for us that night and uh you know we go on and and win a state championship so um a lot is uh, a learning curve you you know, sometimes you have to overcome obstacles, and, and sometimes you have to learn how to handle success. And I think uh, that's probably what they're dealing with right now, but you know, our concern is really us. We know we have a really good football team uh, coming to Valley Stadium, and, and we're going to have to play really, really well to be able to win.
1: Head Coach Tom Wilson is my guest here on the pregame show. We'll take a break, come back. We'll talk more about the matchup with Ankeny and Dowling Catholic tonight from Valley Stadium. This is Mark Emmedale. We'll be back with more here on the CISN .tv and the Iowa Catholic Radio Network.
0: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One. Your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercy1.org.
7: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formalware. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Davenport, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formalware, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at Skeffington's.com. Support
8: for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by CTO. What great news for donors to the Catholic Tuition Organization. You now receive 75%. Yes, 75% of your donation back in Iowa tax credits beginning January 1st of this year. Your support has helped thousands of students attend our Catholic schools. Best gift ever. Online. ctoiowa.org At CTO, the bottom line, it's for the kids and their future.
1: And welcome back to the pregame show here on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network. Mark Hamadale. Continuing my conversation with head coach Tom Wilson before Dowling and Ankeny tonight, both teams with records of one and one on the season, top ten matchup. And, uh, Coach, you kind of touched on a little bit about the matchup with Ankeny and what the Hawks had happened to them. But uh, for Dowling, you look at uh, – got off to a slow start against Southeast Polk. Got off a slow start last week against Waukee Northwest. and. Every year we talk about teams have an identity, and, and what is, they, you know, what's Dowling's identity? We know the defense is solid. We've seen them out there a lot, but uh, what is the identity of this team? What are you gathering?
6: Well, I think that's a fair question, and, and if you look at some of the things that factor into that, you know, obviously we lose our quarterback the first half of the, uh, the first ball game, and so a lot of the things that you've put in, uh, a lot of that revolved around Jackson Smolick And not that the other kids can't do some of that, but, you know, we tried to utilize Jackson uh, to his fullest. And so now you kind of pare things down a little bit uh, based on the talent of the kids that you have. And, um, you know, you mentioned our defense, and, and, yes, we do have that. Hopefully we continue to have that. Um, I, I think the second half you started seeing an identity, Uh, develop and basically we grew up on the offensive line quite a bit you know we we've talked about the past two weeks that you know there was one guy coming back up front that that started for us and that was Gabe Carey at right guard you know the left tackles a sophomore Uh, left guard we've played two of them Bagenstas played a little bit last year Um, he's the center and then George Nahas has uh, been making his first starts of his career so um, you know hopefully we can be a football team that that can run the ball uh, use play action to our advantage uh, with with Jake and and Sprinkling and Dante we're not going to go back there and, and fire uh, around 30 times a game and although last week surprised me a little bit we end up throwing it 22 times so um, it's just kind of you know what what you know work into what we think we do best and right now that's We ran the football last week in the second half, and that's something that's going to have to continue again uh, this week against a really, really good defense.
1: And when you're experimenting like that or kind of growing up with uh, replacing a lot of veterans, uh, you're doing it with a very tough schedule. And, you know, it doesn't get any easier tonight uh, against Ankeny. Next week you head to Iowa City, and and City High is on a roll with uh, Mitch Moore from Roosevelt going to City High. Your schedule doesn't lighten up, and that's you know that's the type of thing you're dealing with when you're having teams having to get better, be a veteran team. It's not a veteran team on on some sides of the ball, and uh, we're seeing a lot of maturity. I see a lot of confidence in the team. We saw that in the second half. Last Friday night against Waukee Northwest. Well, I
6: thought I thought it was very evident once we, you know, we start able to move the ball and and uh, we hit the, uh, Carson Brown on the big pass play. Um, we hit a couple of shorter ones to, to keep us on schedule to, with Cooper and also to to Brown. Um, and as we mentioned, we grew up on the line of scrimmage and then. Uh, you know, we uh, we get the lead, and, and you kind of saw a different team and, and a different confidence, uh, which was fun to see. But uh, that was this week, and now we've got uh, we've got, or that was last week. Now we've got this week, and it's it's a different challenge, and, and hopefully we grow some more.
1: Well, Coach, uh, the Ankeny Hawks—they they have uh, three starters returning on offense, four on defense, and they're, they're good ones off their state championship team. And we'll start with the offense. Uh, Colin uh, Kadolf, their outstanding tailback. Average about eight yards a carry. He and that uh, receiver Brady McCullough, around the, their first year quarterback J.J. Cole, who was uh, playing for Centennial a year ago at quarterback. Uh, that's the nucleus of their uh, offense, along with one returning offensive lineman, and that's Espinino.
6: Yeah, they do, and their their right side uh, has experience on their offensive line. Uh, they uh, mm-hmm. they've got plenty of talent there. Godolph is is a really nice back, and and. Uh, J.J. J. Cole's been offered by Iowa, Iowa State, Florida State, and others. Um, and so obviously he has uh, an awful lot of talent as well and has a, a big-time arm, and he's probably six foot six or so. Um, so he's a big body. Now he's different than Bauer was a year ago. Bauer could hurt you with his feet and, and with his arm, and, and J.J.'s really not going to try to do that with his feet. So um, I, I think defensively is where they – really look good. I mean, they've, they've got uh, talent back there and, and uh, guys that played quite a bit for them a year ago, and they're high-level kids. So uh, they don't give up many points.
1: Well, Coach, thanks for taking time to visit with us tonight. Best of luck in uh, week three of the high school football season. Hard to believe we're rolling along. And best of luck against the Ankeny Hawks tonight uh, here at Valley Stadium. All right, thanks, Mark. Head Coach Tom Wilson is my guest here on the pregame show. It's Dowling and Ankeny here at Valley Stadium. Coming up, Matt Mandring and John Chatt will rejoin the broadcast. Uh, You've been listening to the pregame show with Mark Amadale here on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network.
9: Weekdays at 1 p.m., it's Dr. David Anders with Call to Communion. It's a live call-in show for non-Catholics and fallen-away Catholics. Call to Communion on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Connecting listeners
7: with Christ. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Northwest Bank. Commitment you can bank on. Northwest Bank is a community bank serving Iowa and Nebraska. NW.BANK. Thank you, Northwest Bank, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio.
10: Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment whether it's in the classroom or at home. Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools.
11: Listener-supported Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, KWKY, Des Moines, 94.5 FM, K233BT, Des Moines, 88.5 FM, KIHS, Adel, 90.9 FM, KLOX, Creston.
1: Back here at Valley Stadium, West Des Moines, week three of the high school football season. Mark Amadale, Matt Mandring, John Chido. We just heard from head coach Tom Wilson of Dowling Catholic about the matchup tonight. The defending state champions Ankeny Hawks taking on Dowling Catholic. Both teams one and one, Matt, both ranked in the top ten in Class 5A, so there'll be a new champion this year in Class yeah. 5A later later on in November. But uh, the Hawks were the champions in Class 4, eh? a class they don't belong to this year, and <laughs> just like the rest of them, so it's one of those type of deals.
2: Yeah, you know, it's it, and the Ankeny's finding out, you know, when you win that state championship, that target on your back is pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> <And> Real big. <laughs> Real big. And, uh, you know, so everyone's coming out and, and gaming for them, and, you know, it's a it, it, it's great competition, and that, that in-town rivalry game, is a tough one, you know, because you could be have two teams that aren't close, talent-wise, mm-hmm. and those games can end up in being a battle. And so, uh, Centennial pulls it out. Not to say that Centennial's not talented, because they are, and uh, this this team is as well. And, you know, probably a team also that's trying to find their identity at the same time. Sure. Are we going to, you know, we got a quarterback that can stand there and throw the ball? but we are still a run-first offense. So, you know, that'll, that'll be interesting to see it play out as they go through the year. All right, well, game, kind, game time conditions here at uh, Valley Stadium in
1: West Des Moines. We have 85 degrees. The uh, feels-like temperature is 87 degrees, humidity at 49%, and a south-southeast breeze at 10 miles per hour. That'll be blowing from right to left, uh, south to north here at uh, Valley Stadium. John Chattel is a third member of our crew, and he's down on the Dowling sideline tonight. And, John, we forgot to mention, it's Catholic Football League night. We saw a bunch of people and young, young men and some coaches run across the field and after they were introduced. Johnny?
3: Yeah, it's always good to see the youngsters out here and, and celebrating their, their league and their team. And The Catholic Football League is an important part of the Dowling football program. That's where it all starts. And it, it's just great to see the number of kids for these ages and how football, they say football is down in numbers. You looked at the number of kids that ran across this field tonight and, I'd say we're we're up big time in numbers this year.
1: Yeah, no question. That's great. We'll we'll get a uh, some input from uh, Andy Jeffson, the president of the Catholic Football League, at times throughout this tonight's broadcast. So we'll keep him on standby. Uh, but first, we're go- we're going to take a break. We're going to uh, uh, send it back to our Iowa Catholic Radio studios as we simulcast tonight's game with the. Uh, Central Iowa Sports Network. We'll have a word from Dr. Dan Ryan, the president of Dowling Catholic High School, who was our halftime guest last week. Spoke very highly of you uh, (laughs) off-air, Matt. I was impressed with that. Dr. Dan does a great job. And we'll also have uh, Father Ryan Andrew, the uh, chaplain for Dowling Catholic High School. We'll have a prayer from him. So let's take it to our Iowa Catholic Radio Studios, and we'll come back with a kickoff. It's Dowling and Ankeny, week three of the high school football season. Kickoff coming up next here on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network.
3: Hi, this is Dr. Dan Ryan, president of Dowling Catholic High School. Welcome to another season of exciting Dowling High School football. We are proud to be partners with Iowa Catholic Radio, not only broadcasting football, but also being partners in preparing Christ-centered leaders for life. Go Maroons!
12: Hello, my name is Father Ryan Andrew, and I'm the chaplain at Dowling Catholic High School. Let us pray for the coaches, players, and trainers for this athletic competition. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all your gifts. We ask you to bless all those involved in this athletic competition tonight. We ask that you keep them safe and that they all show good sportsmanship. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. All holy men and women pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
1: for Ankeny and Dowling Catholic tonight here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Mark Amadale, Matt Mandring and John Chido. The folks from the Central Iowa Sports Network here and we appreciate all they do. Our producer tonight, Sean Ingracia is our producer for uh, the uh, Central Iowa Sports Network and our camera operators, Clayton Sampson and Nick McDougal and Matt Mandring as we get set, gonna, we have the coin toss out there and Mike Finn is our official. Let's see if we can pick this up. It's like Dowling deferred, yep. and Ankeny will receive and defend the north end zone. So we got that all out of the way. But, uh, you know, looking at the Dowling roster, we mentioned, uh, uh, you know, Blake Anderson will not start tonight at safety. Jake Anderson will, and Blake will come in for Jake, and then Jake will swing over to Bandit linebacker. So that's kind of the rotation of the defense. But it's good to see him. We'll see him number 91 out there, Mata Brua, number 12. He had some health issues during yeah. the preseason camp all of august and part of september he got cleared and is eligible to play tonight as far as health wise eligibility and that is a good that's always good news
2: yeah it is and he's a great young man and and you know it's good to see those kids get back to health and you know when you're talking about the issues he was working through it's it's hard because it's not you know it's not a broken finger or a wrist you know it's things you can't really see and so it's He he's back at health, and uh, he was walking a little taller in the hallway today. I think he's ready to go. All right.
1: Let's take a look at the Dowling defense. The starters up front, Jalen Pettis at one linebacker, along with uh, uh, down tackle Cody Heikus, Chase Patton, a nose guard, Owen Weber uh, at down lineman, And the cornerbacks are Jared Rickey and Joe Reed. And the linebackers for Dowling, and they're good ones. Uh, Kellen Shimon gets to start at Bandit linebacker tonight. Adam Townsend, the captain. Uh, second on the team in tackles, along with Joe Hughes, who leads the team in tackles. Noah Seymour, and then the uh, safety tonight will start Jake Anderson. But again, Blake will play uh, for the Maroons. For the Ankeny Hawks, the quarterback is J.J. Cole. He is a young man who transferred to Centennial during right before uh, basketball season. Cole's a 6'6 junior. Weighs 230 pounds, likes to throw, doesn't run a whole lot. He'll wear number 12. Uh, he is thrown for 144 yards, no touchdowns this year, and two interceptions. Colin Kadolph, number 32, their outstanding tailback, has three touchdowns this year, and he averages eight yards a carry. He'll be in the backfield. And then wide receiver is Brady McCullough. And I think Johnny talked about this earlier, and so did I with you. Uh, he mm-hmm. was a big playmaker for Ankeny last year. And yes, they had Arlen Bruce, but when you start focusing on Bruce, McCullough was open. Yeah. Now it's just McCullough, along with Maddox Ward and Jacob Morgan. Tied in is Carson Booth. And then the left tackle, Ethan Thomas. Drew Mosa, Mosa Weiss is the left guard. Ryan Mayer is the center. Antonio Espino, a three-year starter now at right guard, number 67. And Joe Kingston, a two-year starter at right tackle, number 74. That's the Ankeny starters. And Ankeny will receive. They're in their road white uniforms, maroon numbers, gold pants with white helmets. Dowling in their home maroon jerseys, white helmets, white numbers, and white pants. And Diego Leone will kick off. He's kicked off six times this year and one touchback. And we're underway here at Valley Stadium, Ankeny and Dowling. High end-over-end kick, and Ooh. as it go out of bounds, it does oh. at the one-yard line.
2: Yeah, that's tough.
1: Just missed that pylon. Yeah. It'll be first and ten. Hawks at their own thirty-five-yard line with the penalty against Dowling to start things out. And John Chidell, let's go back down to you on this offensive series for Ankeny, but the Dowling defense gets to uh, be on the field first.
3: Yeah, I think that's what uh, Coach Wilson and, and the rest of the crew wants. Wants it's the defense to be. Uh, out on the field first to establish uh, their dominance that they've established throughout the, the season so far and start the tone right, and hopefully it works out for them.
1: All right, the Hawks will have it first and ten from their own 35-yard line, Dowling penalized on the opening kickoff as the ball was kicked out of bounds. So J.J. Cole will work out of the shotgun. He's got one receiver to the left at the top of your screen. The tailback cut off, cut off right over right guard, bowls his way forward and picks up maybe a two yards for a gain of two to bring up second down and eight.
2: That that offensive line for Ankeny, you know, they, they run 6'3", 230, 6'2", 265. Are, there's some big men down there, 6'2", 235, and 250, and, and 305. So there's, it's a big front.
1: No question about that as uh, Ankeny out with two receivers right, one to the left. They do a check with me with their coaching staff. The head coach is Rick Nelson for Ankeny. Seventh year. Won a state title last year, and the is to Godolph. He finds a little opening. He crosses the 40-yard line, wrapped up right at the 41. He'll gain four yards to bring up third down.
2: Nice play by Noah Seamer coming up and filling the gap because when he got through the line of scrimmage, it looked like there was a pretty good-sized hole there to, for Godolph to run through, and, and Seamer cleaned it up just as, you, just as you designed it from a defensive standpoint.
1: All right, third and four for the Hawks. Now just underway here in the first quarter. Game conditions, temperature 85 degrees, hazy skies. And now here's play action. Cole back to throw, fires the ball out. The pass is caught, and that is uh, Ryan Crandall, I believe, on the reception. It is Crandall, 6'4, 210 pound senior wide receiver, makes the catch for the first down.
2: He's the, you know, I think he's, he's the other target that's going to be looked for on this Ankeny offense as they start to move the ball down the field a little bit, is uh, Crandall's one that's been kind of quiet. Eight-yard reception that time. First down, Hawks, and now a little swing pass to Crandall. Breaks a tackle
1: across midfield and down into Dowling territory at the Maroon 48-yard line. Nice little slip uh, tackle after he made the catch.
2: Yeah, Joe Hughes was coming up on the, and read to play perfectly, and, and Crandall was able to just give a little shake and get by him, and then the rest of the Maroon defense rallied to the ball. All right. We'll bring up
1: second and seven from the Dowling 48. Crandall will gain a three on that last reception. Cole out of the shotgun, and the give is to Kudolf. Right up the gut he goes, and he stays with it. And fighting for yardage down to the Dowling 45. He'll pick up three, and it will bring up third and four.
2: Getting up off the bottom of that pile, number uh, 65, I believe that is, for or 55, Ethan Thomas. He just kept chugging his, the offensive lineman there, just kept chugging his legs, and Kudolf and is just right behind him grinding away, and they squeezed three couple yards out of that.
1: Well, the Maroons now flip-flop Pettis. and make him to the top of your screen. Here is third and four, back to throw Cole. He'll keep the football, and he slides, and he's hit and drilled right about the 42-yard line. He'll be shy of the first down, and he took a shot that
2: time. Yeah, he did, and he didn't go to – he didn't slide as quickly as I think he wanted to, and uh, he got hit. He got met at that line – sc- at the – two yards before, and that was um, um, number 25, Adam Townsend, that senior defensive leader, coming out there and and preventing the first down play. Townsend, a
1: captain of the Dowling uh, linebackers, and uh, when it was a two-way player last week, scored the winning touchdown from 15 yards out after uh, one of the Dowling running backs had to go out. One carry, 15 yards. That's a touchdown. Pretty good season average. All right. uh, Ankeny is forced to punt. They're going to punt it from the Dowling 42 with nine minutes remaining here in the first quarter. No score. And a spiral punt, a fair catch signal for by the Maroons. They'll let it go into the end zone, and it'll be a touchback, as there'll be no return by Cooper Nicholson on a pretty good punt that time by the Ankeny punter, Max Pelham, who handles all their kicking. So it'll be a first down Dowling from their own 20-yard line. Let's go down to the Dowling sideline right now, and that is where John Chido is located. John?
3: Well, Ankeny... uh... Establish those little RPOs, uh, mix and match, uh, little four-yard gains there, and then they have fourth and one, and you have six, seven quarterback. Ankeny being a little conservative, putting the ball ball away. Uh, I don't know what you guys thought of that uh, early in this ball game, uh, fourth and one with J.J. Uh, Cole, a quarterback.
1: Uh, game of field position. John, you know about that. You had to make that decision <laughs> earlier this week. We'll talk more about that later in the eighth-grade game. <laughs> First down Maroons from their own 20-yard line and uh, Jake English, a quarterback, he gives it to his tailback, and he stood up at the line of scrimmage, which was a 20-yard line. He'll lose a yard, and is it uh, Cam or CJ?
2: I think it was Cam on that first series here. It's Cam Middleton, and he had no chance as that strong front. You know, they'll call it a three-man front, you know, but it really looks like a five. You can call it, you can put all the window dressing on you want, but it looks like a five-man front (laughs) when they get everybody up there.
1: Well, they swallowed him up, and we'll go through the offensive and defensive starters here in this drive. English back to throw, and he tries to hit a receiver on a crossing pattern. That was a Cooper Nicholson. The pass is incomplete uh, from
2: the right side at the 35-yard line. A little confusion back there. Jalen Thompson held up just a second as he thought that ball was coming in for a minute, but then he was going through, and then English overthrew it just a hair. Let him, but... Uh... This, this is a big play here to see if we get this offense going early. All right, third and 11 for Dowling. Jake English, the quarterback, a senior.
1: He's got three receivers to the right. Back to throw is English. He fires the ball out, throws it, uh, overthrows it, and the pass is intercepted right at the Ankeny bench at the 40-yard line. Nice job by the Hawks as that pass was overthrown.
2: Yeah, he threw that into double coverage too, and you know Ankeny had a safety sitting on that route, and uh, I don't think Jake recognized that when he released the football. They already had one guy running with them, another guy over the top, and, and he was throwing it right into the heart of that defense, and Ankeny was just sitting there waiting. And and uh, number 22 came down with it there, Reed Johnson. Reed Johnson with the interception. So the punt pays off. You know, you, you know Johnny said they played that a little conservative, and I, I would agree. And I, I think both teams know they have such good defenses. They're going to play a little more conservative, likely in the first half.
1: All right, first down, Ankeny. On the Dowling 40, Reed Johnson with the interception for the Hawks. That's his first of the year. J.J. Cole will bring out the offense. Cole back to throw out of the shotgun. Has time, sets up, fires the ball into the end zone. He's looking for Crandall, caught inside the five. It'll be a first and goal at the four yard line. And nice job by Crandall. He boxed out the two defenders for Dowling Catholic, and uh, that was a tremendous effort that time.
2: It was. And Jared Ricky was running with him and had a you know had a shot, and then he. He turned and was watching for the hands, and uh, McCullough did a good job of waiting in that big frame. And as you said, Mark, he shielded him off and was able to corral it in, and now they are at the four-yard line. 36-yard pass play for the Ankeny Hawks. They go left to right
1: towards the south end zone here at Valley Stadium, and they're first and goal at the four-yard line. Cole will work out of the shotgun. He's got Kadolph in the backfield with two receivers to the left, and the read option, handoff Cadolf, and he kind of, Bowles is way off right guard and tackle down to the three. A pick up a one, a
2: brief second and goal from the three. This is where you have two teams at strength against strength, Uh, a great offensive line on the Ankeny side of the football uh, for the Hawks. And then this Dowling front is really strong in that defensive front, as you can see players going in and out here for the Maroons. And so here they go.
1: Dowling trying to get their goal line defense in. They make some personnel changes. All right. Cole, Colin, J.J. Cole, rather, back to throw, fires out in the flat, touchdown Ankeny, a little swing pass to Godolph, they forgot about him in the backfield, he didn't go up the line, and a little swing pass to the right, touchdown Ankeny,
2: and Godolph scores,
1: and it's 6-0 Hawks over Dowling at the 7.09 mark
2: first quarter. You're exactly right, Mark. That, that running back is so hard to cover out of the backfield. The linebackers usually get assigned to him coming out of the backfield, and he, and he just sat too long waiting for the receiver to come out and, or for the running back to, to flare out. And Cole is, is uh, too good of a quarterback. He's going to zing it in there, and, and they, hit, they hit the money.
1: All right. Uh, Pelham in for the extra point. He's been perfect on the air. The ball is down. The kick is up and good. Ankeny, leading Dowling Catholic here in the first quarter from Valley Stadium. And we'll take a break here on the Central Iowa Sports Network and Iowa Catholic Radio.
12: This is a Young Catholic Minute. Why should I save myself for marriage? On February 14th, 1992, I held 23 Punch-Out Sesame Street Valentines and one Valentine starring the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I couldn't wait to give it to the one woman, well, girl, in my entire kindergarten class who I thought was special enough to receive it. Believe it or not, the gift of yourself is infinitely more precious than a Ninja Turtle's valentine, and it should be saved for more than just someone special who I love so much. When you give yourself to your husband or wife in marriage, you love like Christ, who gave his body up to sanctify his bride in a new covenant. In the same way, sex is only loving when it is a living out of the covenant of marriage. Otherwise, it's just lust. And so the more time you spend with Jesus, who is love and invented marriage, the more the beauty of sex will appeal to you, and the more the empty glamour of lust won't. For more, go to youtube.com slash youngcatholic.
1: And hey, we're back here at Valley Stadium, West Des Moines, after Ankeny takes advantage of a interception, and they march uh, three plays, 40 yards, uh, led by... Cullen off on a three-yard touchdown reception from quarterback uh, J.J. Cole. Extra point is good. 7-0, Ankeny leading Dowling Catholic here in the first quarter as Max Pelham will kick off after adding the extra point. And here is the kick. And it'll be near side field at the 10-yard line by the Maroons. And that is running with the football penalty flag down, and that is... Uh,
2: C.J., Philip, Phillip, Phillip yep. on the
1: near sideline, but this is going to come back. They throw it right around the 34-yard line. Phillip, a nice return up to the 40-yard line there, man.
2: Yeah, he did. Well, and the official just picked up the flag and drew, t- drug it a few more yards. Let's go down to John
1: Chido on the Dowling sideline. After uh, Ankeny came up with the interception, they capitalized on that, Johnny.
3: Yeah, and, you know, when you have J.J. Cole, and you give him time back there just to sling it down the field, like Matt said in the pregame, with those tall receivers, Crandall, McCullough, that's tough to defend you know, on a go-route, and, uh, and Matt hit the nail on the head when, uh, you wait, when the D-back is waiting for the guy to go up with his hands and you wait until the last minute, especially when you're undersized. That's a tough play to defend, and that was thrown right on the numbers. And then the wing back in space, uh, and we knew uh, uh, pregame they were going to go to that.
1: Yeah, and they did. Crandall is a, made the big catch during that drive of 36 yards. First down, Dowling. The Maroons will put the ball on the ground, and spinning out of the uh, tackle that time is the tailback. And uh, a nice run that time for the uh, Dowling offense, and that is C.J. Phillip.
2: Yeah, he did a nice job there coming out of the backfield and saw a crease and hit it. And uh, one little spin move in there as you see the replay on the TV feed. And, and uh, he did a nice little spin there, kept the ball protected, and nice gain on first down.
1: So Phillip moves the ball up to the 27-yard line. It'll be second down and one for the Maroons. Dowling had the ball at the 40 on the kickoff return, but was penalized all the way back to the 18-yard line, and C.J. picked up nine of those yards. So here's English, long count to give up the gut to uh, C.J. Phil, but he's swallowed under. He tried to go right over center, and he was uh, swallowed under there, may have lost a yard back to the, or two yards, back to the 25, they'll call it.
2: That defensive front just had such great penetration on that play. C.J. had no chance out of the backfield. English just gets the ball handed off, and, and he is swallowed up by that front from Ankeny and uh, they are athletic you get Sean Gavin, Diego Jackson, Braden Simonson on there and that's a that's a strong group. Kyle Rockers, Carlos Navarro,
1: Ryan Baggestos, Gabe Carey and George Nahas left tackle to right tackle for Dowling tied in is Jalen Thompson and Drew Winger back tonight back to throw his English he overthrows his man and the pass is they're going to rule it incomplete incomplete. as the Ankeny uh, crowd over there Thought he dropped it, and uh, we had to make sure the officials signaled incomplete, as intended receiver for Dowling was Cooper Nicholson running under that.
2: It was, and English threw a really nice ball right there, and uh, he laid it out there where Cooper had a shot at it, and the Yankee defender made a nice play on the on the ball, and uh, I think it was Reed Johnson, and uh, broke it up, and and uh, you know Dowling took a shot right there, and didn't didn't work out. All right, back deep. For
1: Ankeny is Reed Johnson, number 22, along with Will Cornell, and now punting away for Dowling It's Cole getting it away and takes a Dowling bounce They let it bounce inside the 40, still rolling inside the 30, and Ankeny will start first and ten from their own 39-yard line with 5:26 remaining here in the first quarter, seven to nothing. The Ankeny Hawks lead Dowling Catholic. Mark Amadeo, Matt Maindring. Here in the press box, let's go down to the much cooler sideline on a very warm 85 degree night. That's John Chida with the Dowling sideline report. I
3: don't know why I keep saying cooler. It's like I have a coat on or something down here. But you it's, did. It's you toasty tag. down here as well. There's no. There's not much uh, wind. Wind going so. It, but it is nice. It's not extremely hot down in the field, so you should see a lot cramping up. Uh, this is a big series for the Dowling defense. Uh, we don't have to say much more about that, but when you're down 7 nothing, it's a huge, huge series
1: No question. And now J.J. Uh, Cole, the quarterback, inside handoff, and that is Kadoff, and he's got the first down. Nice little play. He went outside the left tackle, kind of angled his way left, and he went outside the left tackle and picked up yardage up to the 43-yard line.
2: Yeah, over top of uh, Thomas and, and Montsevice and, and uh, found an alley there. Kadoff just kept him going. You can see, you know, he just followed his blockers he's a patient runner and found room and and uh they were able to chisel right through the Dowling defense right there pick up a 14 yards and a Ankeny first down
1: just started back the 29 yard line so here's Cole again and gives a handoff to Godolph he fakes the end around but Godolph dies into the line and maybe up to the 45 yard line pick up a two to bring up second and eight
2: yeah they they run that uh motion that Distractor. It looks like window dressing, and one, you're just wait for that one time when someone doesn't follow through, and, and then they're going to hand it off out there. Uh, you know, three yards, Ankeny is going, going to be patient and, and want to do that, grind it out, and then take their shot deep. Second down seven for the Hawks. J.J. J. Cole at
1: quarterback, 6'6", 230-pound in a junior, and the read option. Cole fires the left side, pass is caught. Nice reception over there by their wide receiver and I believe that was
2: Crandall Ryan Crandall Crandall who I don't believe maybe had one reception coming into the game and tonight is someone that has uh, J.J.'s attention back there J.J. Cole's attention is someone they're going to corners are giving them those outs and they're playing off they're giving that cushion yeah. and those four yard outs five yard outs are there every time right now and
1: Cole's got that big time arm he doesn't run a lot but he can uh, he can sling it. All right, Ankeny with a third and two from the Dowling 49. Two receivers right, one to left, low snap. And Cole's going to have to do it himself. He puts his head down. He be shy of the first down at the 48-yard line. He did gain a yard, but that was kind of a, not a busted play, but he didn't handle the the uh, snap very well, Matt, and that cost him a couple steps. Yeah,
2: it did. I didn't quite see what happened on that snap, but he had to fumble around with it a little bit, and, and uh, here Ankeny is going to, make a different decision they did in the last series or the previous, the first series, and they, it looks like they're going to go for it here on fourth and one.
1: Well, they didn't go for it the first time they were in Dowling territory. They got all the way down to Dowling 42, and they punted. Now they're going for it. Two tight ends, a receiver on each side of the formation, cut off in the backfield, quarterback sneak by Cole, and he puts his head down, looks like he has it. First down Ankeny at the forty-six of Dowling and pick up a two.
2: Right there, Cole used that 6'6", uh, 230 frame and climbed right in behind his center, Ryan Mayer, and uh, 6'2", 235, and, and leaned forward and, and got the first down.
1: Dowling defense out there, Jalen Pettis, Cody Heikus, Chase Patton, Owen Weber. We'll see Carson Hagen at times up front. And the linebackers, Kellen Schimmann, Adam Townsend, Joe Hughes, Noah Seamer. And the uh, cornerbacks for Dowling are Joe Reed and Matt Hanton and Jake Anderson and Blake Anderson play in the safety spot. So it's first down, Ankeny Hawks from the 46 of Dowling, and they fake the end around. They give it up the middle to Kadolph, and he gets inside the 45, down to the 43. He'll pick up three, and it will bring up second and seven for the
2: Ankeny Hawks. Right there, Joe Hughes comes up and makes a good play from his linebacker position. Again, he's clean, no, no defenders on him, is able to hit the alley and uh, get a hit on Kadolph early, so it limits it to a two-yard gain, three-yard gain.
1: Second down, seven. We're approaching the three-minute mark here in the first quarter. It's Ankeny seven, Dowling Catholic nothing here on Iowa Catholic Radio Network and the Central Iowa Sports Network. Now penalty flags down, and this will be offside against Dowling. So this will be five yards against the Maroons. That will put the ball down inside the 40-yard line at
2: An interesting call. You don't see that very often in the middle of the field. And uh, this defense, the way things are going right now, can obviously cannot afford to give up five unearned yards. They call Joe Reed offside
1: for Dowling. Five-yard penalty. Second and two now for the Hawks. Line of scrimmage is a Dowling thirty-eight. Ankeny going left or right. Now the oh, ball the snapped loose. over Cole's head, and he'll just fall on it back inside. The 45 of Ankeny, so a big loss there on the fumbled snap.
2: Boy, that's a, that's a, that's a drive changer right there. When all of a sudden you lose, what are you are going to lose 20 yards on that, and that ball didn't just barely go over his head. That was a long ways back, and uh, it bounced a long ways. So the Dowling defense gets a little break here, catches a break, and now it's third and 21.
1: 19 yard loss that time, Mr. Mainering. It's... Third and a quarter of a mile. Third and 21 for Ankeny. The ball back on their own 43-yard line. J.J. Cole again works out of the shotgun. One receiver on each side of the formation. Godolphin they a handoff and scampers up near the 50-yard line. He'll be dropped right about the 48. He'll pick up five and bring up fourth down for the Hawks.
2: Again, when your defense is playing as well as Ankeny's is playing right now, you can run that conservative play on third and 21, hand it up to Miller to Godolphin and, and say, okay, we're going to punt the ball away and let our defense do the work. So the Hawks will bring in the punting team,
1: led by Max Pelham. Averaging about 45 yards a punt in the first, three, or first couple games. Brock Adamson is the snapper, the long snapper. And back deep for Dowling is Cooper Nicholson. Here's a high end over end punt. fiddled by Cooper Nicholson at the 7. Return is left. Outside the 20. Gets a block, 25, and he's... Tripped up, shy of the 25-yard line, would be first down, Dowling. No penalty flags down, and a nice punt return that time by the Maroons. It was a good
2: re- punt return, you know, and it was a good, good punt by Pelham, and uh, a better t- return there for the Maroons, and uh, gives this offense a little bit. Maybe this will be the little spark they need. You know, something, as we've said, you know, you said pregame, what's their identity going to be, and it, they're trying to find it.
1: Let's go down to the Dowling sideline. That's where John Chido was at after that uh, 21-yard return.
3: Uh, they want to establish a run and, and stay ahead of the chains on first and second down. First and second down is big for Dowling in, in, in their offense getting going.
1: Yeah, you're exactly right. They got nine yards on first down from Phillip, and then they just kind of went backwards. Back to throw is the quarterback, and that is Jake English tried to hit his tight end that time, Jalen Thompson, and pass was there, and it was incomplete.
2: A little Down a little low for Jalen to pick it up, and he's one of those kids that You know, that they're trying to get involved in this offense as he can become a game changer with the frame that he has on him. And and so trying to get him the ball early is not a surprise and and set a tone. All right, second and 10 Maroons. Receiver at each
1: side of the formation with uh, two tight ends here. In motion is Carson Brown. Haven't heard his name called a lot tonight. And i will give it to the uh, tailback that time for the Maroons. That's Cam Middleton trying to... Run outside and he cuts it upfield and gets across the 30, 25 up to about the 26-yard line. Again, a gain of two to bring up third and long for Dowling. Third and eight.
2: Will Cornell on the stop. Cornwell on the stop for the for the Hawks and and Cam looked like he had a little bit of a gap there and started to accelerate, but Ankeny closed it up and creates this third and long situation. Yeah.
1: Tandem web Tate Jackson Pennygroth now back to throws. English, he fires the ball downfield. He's got, it's caught right at midfield. Cooper Nicholson, I believe. Yes, first down Dowling at midfield. Jake had some time to throw, set his feet, and threw a bullet. Of course, he just signed with Ellsworth to play baseball, and he threw that. a fastball yeah, to Cooper Nicholson for a first down.
2: He did, and, you know, the Ankeny's run is too deep uh zone coverage with their safeties and it allowed the middle of the field to be wide open and and nicholson hit that seam and and jake english hit him in stride
1: 24 yard gain on the play jake english to cooper nicholson first down dowling at midfield here's a snap and it's uh, dante katato in there and he gives it to the dowling tailback cam middleton he goes up the gut and down to about the 46 maybe the 47 yard line let's see where they spot it and a nice run that time of three, maybe four yards out of that, Matt.
2: Cam Middleton, that, that's the type of runner he is. He's, he, and he is such a, what do I want to call it, when he gets going, a momentum runner. You know, he's, he gets moving, and that second and third push from him are so important, and that changes, That that's when he is most effective. So Dante Cataldo, There's
1: the, the uh, six-foot sophomore, came in for one snap, and that is the end of the first quarter with the score here at Valley Stadium. Ankeny seven, Dowling nothing. And we'll be back with the second quarter in one minute here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network and the Central Iowa Sports Network.
13: This is Dale Alquist with a Chesterton Minute. How many times have you heard someone say that they don't like the Catholic Church because it's so dogmatic? Well, G.K. Chesterton says you cannot live without dogmas. You cannot act for 24 hours without making a decision based on some deeply held belief that you cannot prove. Man can be defined as an animal that makes dogmas. Trees have no dogmas. Turnips are singularly broad-minded. In truth, there are only two kinds of people. Those who accept dogmas and know it and those who accept dogmas and don't know it. So when someone objects to the Catholic Church for being too dogmatic, it only means that they are dogmatic against it, even though they have no idea what their own dogmas are. Want more than a minute? Visit us at chesterton.org.
11: Listener-supported Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM KWKY, Des Moines, 94.5 FM K233BT, Des Moines, 88.5 FM KIHS, Adel, 90.9 FM, KLOX, Creston.
1: And we're back here at Valley Stadium, about ready to start the second quarter. want to thank Bozen the Florist, along with Ashworth Vision, Construction Professionals, and Dental Associates for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio's coverage of Dowling Catholic Football in our 45th year of broadcasting. Mark Amadale, Matt Manning, and John Chido. And uh, handoff on first down to start the second quarter to Cam Middleton. And he tries to go over center after he gets the handoff, uh, Matt, and he had nowhere to go.
2: He got hit in the backfield initially, slowed him up and slid to the side, and then... Sean Gavin uh, for the Hawks came in there and, and made the tackle for a loss in the backfield. And, you know, Gavin's had quite a few of those this year. I think he's already got five. Yeah, five tackle for losses this year already. Well,
1: two-yard loss on the play. It'll bring up third and eight, Dowling. Line of scrimmage is the Ankeny 48, seven to nothing. The Ankeny Hawks lead Dowling Catholic here as we start the second quarter. Dowling going left to right towards the south end zone. Back to throw as Cooper is... Uh, English and he, the ball is intercepted intended for Cooper Nicholson and playing both ways tonight Ryan Crandall he's uh well caught some big passes. he just caught another one he intercepted English at the 40 yard line and returned near midfield and another Dowling turnover here in the first half
2: yeah the overthrow you know the overthrow went right to Crandall and it was like the ball was thrown to Crandall and and, and Jake had a little bit of pressure up in his face, and it didn't allow him to finish his throwing motion, and so the ball stayed up high. Right. And uh, he wasn't able to follow through, and so then the ball rises and, and takes off and, and uh, overshoots his receiver.
1: Another turnover for Dowling Catholic, at John Cheadle, So The Maroon offense is not clicking yet.
3: Yeah, and, and, and Jake threw the ball where it's supposed to be. I don't think the receivers and the quarterbacks are in tune here because that's the second time. The first one was, was to Jake Thompson, and I don't think he got his head across. That one, the same situation, the receiver didn't get his head across enough because I think if he would have, he would have been able to catch that ball.
1: All right, Cole, the handoff to Godolphin. He is stacked up right at the uh, point of attack. And, uh, well, it's a Dowling number that ends in one that made the stop. And guess who's back? Mata Mata Brua with the uh, tackle. He swarmed him in loss of one back to the 47.
2: Yeah, Mata Brua there with a nice tackle and – he did it swallowed him up. is is probably a good thing. He just he caught him in the backfield, threw him down, yes. and uh, had to feel good for Mata. I think that might. Have, I don't know if he was in a series before that or not. To get out there finally. Second down, eleven. Ankeny. They go right to left. They'll have the wind
1: behind them tonight here at the Valley Stadium in the second quarter. Back to throws Cole, and he fires it out. A little screen pass, and it's caught and dancing around with the ba- with the football. Rather, is Owen Summers
2: on the catch. Pretty good coverage by the Dowling defense, and you can see when you see that play happening and all the linemen, all the defensive linemen are going through untouched, you're thinking screen right away, and the and the linebackers read it and made the play. I'll check that it's McCullough on the catch. And it's down, it's up to the 50 yard
1: line. Gain of three. McCullough with his first reception. That's the young man Dowling was concerned about. All right, and now here's Cole, handoff to Godolph, and he's struggling to get the first down, breaks the tackle. He's finally corralled inside the
2: 40, picks up the first down. They got through and was hit initially and then got, got sideways and was able to keep his feet going, broke the tackle, and brings it outside. And then we have a little extracurricular afterwards here. This might go against Dowling. There's a flag on the field.
1: All the way uh, down to the 37-yard line, so a 13-yard run. I'm not sure if it was six or seven. It's one of the Andersons, if that's the case. And that'll tack on some more. So, Kadolph, a 13-yard run, a penalty against Dowling. And they'll mark it off from the 37 of Dowling. And it'll be a first down. Hawks at the Dowling 22.
2: Adam Townsend had him in his grass there for a little bit, but Kadolph is a strong runner, and you got to get those legs wrapped up strongly, and, and uh, he was able to break through and get the first down and the penalty on top of it. All right,
1: seven to nothing. Ankeny. Cole on read option. He'll give it to Kadolph and he bowls his way inside the towards the 20-yard line to pick up a 2 to bring up 2nd and 8 for Ankeny. They're trying to grind the clock down here with 9.5 minutes remaining here in the second quarter. 7
2: to nothing. Ankeny. And, you know, both games this year Dowling has started this way with the defense on the field most of the first half and and the offense struggling Um, both times they've been able to avoid a two touchdown deficit going into half and so it's important here to get a stop even if it's a field goal that's a win for the defense here
1: All right, here is Cole and he'll give it to Kadolf trying to get outside outside the numbers it goes angling for the far sideline inside the five and he's got the first down they'll mark him out Back at the seven-yard line.
2: Yeah, you get the defense got walled off there at the line of scrimmage, and whoever had contained got sealed inside as they pulled both 67 and 57, and they collapsed that edge, and then Kadolf jukes one runner, and he's down the sideline. So a gain of 13 on the play
1: for Ankeny, and it's first and goal Hawks at the Dowling seven with under nine minutes remaining first quarter. Seven and nothing, Ankeny. They scored uh, first on their opening possession. They went three plays, our second possession after a Dowling interception. They went three plays, 40 yards, and it was uh, Godolph on a three-yard touchdown reception from quarterback J.J. Cole. Now we're going to have a timeout called. We'll take one ourselves. 8.58 remaining second quarter, 7-0 Ankeny over Dowling Catholic here on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network.
11: 60 Seconds with Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen.
1: Because God knows all things and
14: because he is creator, it follows that every single thing in the world was made according to an idea or a pattern existing in the divine mind. Look round about you. You see a bridge, a statue, a painting, a building. Before any of these things began to be, They existed in the mind of the one who designed or planned them. In like manner, there is not a tree, a flower, a bird, an insect in the world that does not in some way correspond to an idea
11: existing in the divine mind. The people you know and trust are on EWTN.
1: back here at Valley Stadium. After an Ankeny timeout, it'll be first and goal for the Hawks as they go right to left towards the north end zone here at Valley Stadium. Cole under center to give to Kadolph, and he's going right up the gut over center. He makes his way down to the five-yard line to pick up a two to bring up second and goal from the Dowling five.
2: Well, the play gets you nervous from the Dowling standpoint of the up front. Kudolf was able to keep his feet and he's dancing around back there and able to find his seam and squeeze a couple yards out of it you just worried he's going to bounce that thing to the edge but the Dowling defense did a good job of keeping him contained there between the tackles.
1: Well, this is the 7th uh, play on this Ankeny drive that started back their own 48 yard line after the uh, interception Alright Cole work out of the shotgun Kudolf in the backfield a receiver deep side of the formation now Cole wants to run, runs to his left fires in the end zone, finds a man, touchdown touchdown Ankeny and Cole, running to his left, found Brady McCullough right near the goal post.
2: Touchdown, Ankeny, from five yards out. Pettis had, had a chase on Cole, and Cole was able to get his shoulders squared up and throw to McCullough wide open in the back of the end zone, right by the goal post. And, and as they cleared, and you see a couple of Dowling defenders uh, in that crossing pattern got tied up, which freed McCullough up. Nice game on Iowa
1: Catholic Radio, brought to you by Northwest Bank. Skeffington's formal wear. The Catholic Tuition Organization, Mercy One and Kemen. Now the extra point. Ball down and the kick is up. And it is good by Max Pelham on the hold from Austin Bailey and the snap from Brock Adamson. So Ankeny now leads 14-0 over Dowling Catholic. 8-14 remaining here in the second quarter. Back in one minute here on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network.
4: Thank you, Ashworth Vision Clinic, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365 on Iowa Catholic Radio. Ashworth Vision Clinic online at ashworthvision.com. Ashworth Vision Clinic, 515-440-4610.
7: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formalware. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Davenport, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formalware, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com.
0: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio.
5: Thank you, Dental Associates, for supporting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. 515-225-6742. Online at Des Moines-Dental dentalassociatescom
1: We're back here at Valley Stadium. Ankeny taking advantage of a Dowling turnover. They go seven plays, 52 yards. The interception by uh, Crandall. Ryan Crandall with the interception. And then Ankeny goes seven plays, 52 yards. Capped off by McCullough. Brady McCullough's five-yard touchdown reception from quarterback J.J. Cole. He's thrown for two tonight. And here's a kickoff by Ankeny and Pelham. And he kicks to the end zone. So it'll be first down Dowling from their own 20-yard line. We haven't heard from John Chido in a while, but Dowling's uh, uh, two turnovers that led to two Ankeny touchdowns here, Johnny, in the first half.
7: Yeah, uh,
3: the offense starts getting things going. Uh, big play, nice pass play over the middle. Things are starting to go, go their way. And then you have a couple setbacks and and, and then the turnover. And then defensively, when, when you get a 15 yards added on to already a big gain, that's already put your backs to the end zone right away. And, J-, J J Cole with that rollout there and with that time and being able to see and throw back with his arm strength, that's tough to defend. But you, you got to, you cannot let him sit back there and do that to you. Yeah,
1: him. no question about that, John. Thank you for that report of the Dowling sideline. Ankeny fourteen to nothing over Dowling, and now the Bruins back to the ground game. They, they give it to Cam Middleton, and he uh, goes from his own twenty-yard uh, line. He gets up uh, over the twenty-five there, Matt.
2: I think that one was <laughs> C J. Phillip on this series, and so. As they rotate those backs in each these different series, number 30, C.J. Phillip is out there yes, right now. Is. And uh, nice run as he knifed through there. And really important for the styling offense to get some uh, a series going and put about string about seven plays together. So it's second and four
1: Maroons as Jake English at quarterback. And the give is to Phillip. And C.J. spins out of a tackle, and he's going to be stacked up for about no gain on the play, back to the it remains in the 26-yard line. It gets tough going in there with those Ankeny down linemen. And uh, you look at uh, Sean Gavin, Diego Jackson, Braden Simonson, and Nick Eaton, the front four. And the linebackers, Jackson, Pennygruth, Tamden, Webb, Tate, Nate Nessa, and uh, Ben Sandvig, the linebackers. Cornerbacks are Reed Johnson and Ben Sandvig, and Ryan Crandall and Will Cornell cornwell rather the safety so tough going in there for the maroons ankeny with four returning starters off their state championship game on defense all right it's third and three maroons english out of the shotgun three receivers left he wants to throw it left angles it downfield and the pass is incomplete we had contact and a penalty flag at midfield
2: yeah they they were able to get uh get him one-on-one out there and jake english is he, he likes to throw that deep ball to the edge, and, and he was able to throw one out there and get the call. And
1: it was Cooper Nicholson, the intended receiver, getting flagged for Ankeny is Ryan Crandall, who
2: already has an interception. And when, You know, when those receivers are running, with when those DBs are running with the, the receiver step for step and the ball is underthrown, and that receiver has to slow up and then the defensive back runs over him, it, it, it's, it's hard to stop, but it's, you got to call it. So it'll be a first down, Dowling at the
1: should be the 41-yard line. Officials are re. Uh, uh,
2: what's re, I don't, I'm was not there sure. another penalty on top of it? Or, I don't uh, know what's going on here. The offense is already
1: up to the line of scrimmage. They'll move it back. Let's take a look here. We want to thank Ashworth Vision, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, and Kemen here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. They're going to measure for a first down, I believe. No, nope, they're no, they're not.
2: Move the sticks.
1: There they go. I think we got things situated now. All right, 42-yard line. I was off a yard. I had the 41, so it'll be first down, maroons, with 6:50 remaining, second quarter. Dowling trailing. It's 14 0 nothing. Ankeny ranks sixth this week, and Dowling ranks second. Both teams one and one records. Now the read option, English to give right up the gut, turning the corner is Philip and CJ across the 45, up near the 46. He'll gain a he'll gain four yards.
2: Nice run by C.J. Phillip as he let the, let the play develop in front of him which was a good move and he found that weak side seam, cut it back and, and was able to get some yardage up the field before Braden Simonson drug him down from behind. Second down is six for the Maroons.
1: 6.20 the game clock continues to run here in the first half. Ankeny has two timeouts left. Dowling has all three of theirs and The give, once again, is to the tailback, C.J. Phillip, and he spins out of a tackle and may have fell forward for a half a yard, and they're going to put the ball down
2: right around the 47, so little or no gain there. Tough sled into the middle of that Ankeny defense, and uh, right there, that was Diego Jackson able to latch on to C.J. and and drag him down, so a familiar situation for the Dowling offense, third and five, third and long. You're looking for these third and two, third and one, and Third and five, which ends up being a passing situation. All right, two
1: receivers left. Tied in, double tight ends in there. English on the read option gives to CJ Phillip, and he swarmed under. Tried to run right, and that, everything collapsed. A lot of white shirts in the backfield. Those are the Ankeny Hawk defenders making the stop back at the 44 yard line, a loss of three.
2: They, they're, they're bringing six guys up there into that front and, and able to make things happen up there as a um, again, that was Diego Jackson. Just stood up the offensive lineman and forced CJ inside, and that allowed the the linebackers to make the play.
1: All right, John Cole into punt for Dowling gets a good snap from Hagan, and it's a high end-over-end kick It'll be fielded at the 25 yard line. Ball is touching, it's loose, and Dowling and uh, the Ankeny defenders should. all over it at the inside the 20 yard Dowling line. Football, and they'll give it to the Maroons. Fair catch uh, uh, the No fair catch was signaled by Ankeny, and I'm not sure. They have four guys back there at times, McCullough, Cornwall, Simonson, and Reed Johnson, and they didn't fair catch it. It was a muff punt, and you can't advance it, but you can fall on
2: it, and it's a first down dowling. That's correct, It, it goes back to where the ball was first touched. So let's see how we we can see the replay here on this TV. So this would be at the 20, probably should be at the 25-yard line because that's where the first touch is. It doesn't matter where it gets recovered, but they're going to put the ball at the 18. We won't say anything and move yeah. forward.
1: Reed Johnson was back on coverage, and it'll be first down Dowling. We'll go down to John Chido after this play. First down Maroons at the 18-yard line of Ankeny. Maroons trying to get something and take advantage of an Ankeny turnover. English back to throw, throws it in the end zone, and he tried to find Cooper Nicholson on the near side here. Incomplete. Well defended by Reed Johnson. And let's go down to John Scheidel. Let's see if the Maroon offense, Johnny, can take advantage of this turnover.
3: Yeah, this is exactly what they needed. Uh, We're finally on this side of the 50 inside the red zone for the first time, or almost inside the red zone. But uh, great recovery. Uh, There was no fair catch, and uh, Dowling was able to jump on that football. But they need to capitalize on this turnover.
1: So it's second down and 10 Maroons from the 18-yard line, 443 remaining. Dowling in Ankeny territory here in the second quarter, handoff to the backfield and hit and drop once again is uh, Cam Middleton who's back there and can't get out of the backfield. Ankeny has
2: been in our backfield all evening. That was Donnie Brown straight back there as he shot through. They're on a run blitz and came through untouched into the backfield. And actually, there were there ended up being two, three guys back there. Right now, Dowling or Ankeny is saying we can man up with your guys on the edge. So they're manned up on the edge, and they're bringing everybody else into the box and say, "Okay, let's go play football." And right now, you know, someone on the edge is going to have to make a play.
1: All right, Cooper Nicholson, Andrew Bliss, and Carson Brown split out wide left. Three receivers to left, tight end on the right. That's Thompson back to throw English fires over the middle, and he overthrew his intended receiver on a quick slant, and that was Carson
2: Brown. And he may have had a touchdown there. He he was open. He had a seam there, and, and Jake just got a little too much on it as it, it shot over him and uh, as, as Carson found the seam in the middle of the field. That was the right read, just the ball didn't get on the target. All right, fourth and 15 now for Dowling. The ball's on the
1: Ankeny 24-yard line, they'll call it, with uh, 3.56 remaining here in the... Second quarter, Dowling will attempt the field goal 40 yards as the Maroons will attempt the field goal. And the, the holder is Jake English. The ball is down, and this is Diego Leone from 40 yards out. Kick is up, and it's good. So Diego Leone from 40 yards out. Good snap by Carson Hagan. The hold by Jake English and the field goal by Diego Leone. Puts Dowling on the board. It's fourteen to three. Ankeny with the lead. Three fifty-one remaining. Second quarter. Back in one minute. Here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network and the Central Iowa Sports Network.
0: Amazon Smile is a simple way to support Iowa Catholic Radio. When you are shopping on Amazon, consider shopping through Amazon Smile instead. You get all the same great deals and. You- order will also help support iowa catholic radio all you need to do is choose iowa catholic radio as your nonprofit to support when you first log in and amazon will do the rest every amazon smile order you make amazon will donate to iowa catholic radio support iowa catholic radio while you shop at smile.amazon.com and thank you for supporting iowa catholic radio
14: has anyone ever told you to pray about it and left you thinking okay but how first invite the holy spirit to be with you as you talk to god Think about what is going on in your heart and mind. Be honest. Acknowledge to God what you're thinking, feeling, and desiring, because He wants you, the real you. Then, tell Him about what you're experiencing and entrust that to Him. Finally, let the Father love us. Ask yourself, how is God loving me right now? He is loving always. Sometimes we need to stop and think of our blessings, because that is where we can find God.
1: And we're back here at... Valley Stadium. Dowling capitalized on an Ankeny turnover. Diego Leon on a 40-yard field goal. Here's a kickoff by Dowling, and it's fielded by the Hawks, and they return it just across the 30, maybe to the 33-yard line as uh, the Bruins now get on the on the board with 345 remaining here in the second quarter. 14-3 to 3 is our score. Ankeny with the lead over Dowling as we approach halftime. Let's go down to the Dowling sideline, and that is where John Chido's at. John?
3: You know, the, the play before the, or the, the, the two plays before the, the field goal when they, when Dowling tried to run the stretch play, when you have a blitzing linebacker that comes underneath and, and blew up that play, and that's what happened with the stretch play. But uh, Jalen Thompson wide open on that, uh, that kind of slant uh, out of his position with that safety playing back, if we hit that, that, like you guys said, that's a touchdown. Dowling was able to score uh, three points on those turnovers where Ankeny has been. A, Able to come away with two touchdowns
1: off the of turnovers. Yeah, that's a good point, Johnny. Dowling is settled for field goals, and Anke's gotten touchdowns. And now J.J. Cole trying to avoid pressure, and he's sacked in the backfield. Nice, nice job that time by the Dowling defense as everybody was covered
2: on that first down play from, their own, from the Ankeny 33, Matt. Cody Heikis gets a credit for the sack on that play as they stayed with it, stayed on course, and was able to drag J.J. down from behind. And that's the first time they've really had pressure on J.J. Cole back there. Yeah. And so it, that's what needs to happen for that Dowling defense to be successful. They can't let him stand back there and just throw the football. So loss of five on the sack
1: by Heikis. It'll bring up second and 15. Ankeny and now read option that gives the tailback. Kadolf and the Dowling defense now picks up the pace a little bit as Kadolph uh, is stopped at the 27. And we got uh,
2: probably a timeout, I would imagine, by Dowling here to yeah, they stop do. the clock. Yep, so no gain on the
1: play, and we'll take a break. It'll be third and 16. Ankeny from their own 28 yard line, just under three minutes to play here in the second quarter. And it's fourteen to three. Ankeny leading Dowling Catholic. Back in one minute here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network and the Central Iowa Sports Network.
0: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at MercyOne.org.
7: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formalware. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Davenport, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formalware fitting you for life celebrations. Online at Skeffingtons.com.
8: What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line it's for the kids and their future.
1: And we're back here at the Valley Stadium as Ankeny now with a third and long, third and 15 from their own twenty eighth. Hand the handoff at Godolphin. He gets across the 30 to the 31 yard line. That'll result in another Dowling timeout, so the Maroons have one left. We'll keep it here with 2.53 remaining here in the first half. Ankeny 14, Dowling Catholic 3. Mark Amadale joined by Matt Mainring. And down on the Dowling sideline tonight's Catholic Football League night, and that is where John Chido is. And, John, if you've got uh, Andy and the president, around, uh, put him on mic. But uh, what a night for them.
3: Yeah, of course, now he's all the way down toward the locker room, so I'm going to make my of way course. down there. But uh, our timing is perfect. But... Uh, <laughs> This is a, a big, big possession for Dowling. they they got plenty of time uh, with their two-minute offense and, and, and try to get some points on the board before half. Number one, you got, you, got to, you got to field this punt you, because it's going to be a good punt. Ankeny kickers are always good, so you got to field the punt and allow to get some type of good field position to start yeah. this drive.
1: Yeah, Pelham for Ankeny. It's uh, Max Pelham. will stand back at his own 16-yard line awaiting the snap. Good snap. Punt gets away, and he turns it over. He forces Dowling inside the 30, and uh, the Maroons have it. And that is uh, not Cooper Nix. That's Blake Anderson on the return. He tries to return left, and he's hit and brought down inside the 40. It'll be a first down Dowling with one timeout here, Matt. The Dowling offense takes the field, trailing 14-3. to three.
2: One timeout. the flags on the field, so we're going to get the famous block in the back on the return. So they'll mark it off from the
1: 36-yard line is where Anderson was – They'll get Jack Moore for the Dowling penalty. And then I'll move the
2: uh, ball back with 2.41 remaining here in the first half. A couple scores quick. We got Valley up on Irvindale 14 to nothing in the first half. And Iowa City High, where we're going next week, they are up 7 to 3 over Ames. The home of Tim Dwight. And his camp. That's the last time I was there, back when
1: my son was in middle school. Oh, I
2: thought you were going to say when you were <laughs> no. nationally. No? No. No? No. That oh, no. wouldn't have been tremendous. Tim Dwight. It might have been. <laughs> no, it was Tim Dwight. All
1: right, English back to throw. Dowling on first down. Quick pass. That's caught right around the 28-yard line by the tight end Thompson. And uh, Jalen makes the catch for a short
2: gain. There's a young man that we said earlier. He's He's got to get involved in this offense because he can be a game changer. And it has the athletic ability to do that. and needs to be a presence. Second and five, the five-yard gain that time from Jake English to
1: Jalen Thompson. English now quarterback draw. And he's tripped up right at the 30-yard line. Didn't get far a couple yards. Game clock running at 2.05, and it will bring up
2: third and about three. Third and three, and Jake English is sitting there, had a little pressure, got flushed, and decided to just eat it on second down and and give himself a better look here on third down as Dowling spreads the field with the formation. Third and three Maroons on their own 30-yard line. Game clock at 145.
1: Back to throw is English. Has three receivers right. He'll run left. Cross the 30, and he's run out of bounds.
2: shy of the 35-yard line. Smart play by English. Running out of bounds right there and, and saving uh you're not gonna give them the first down no they're
1: i don't think they yeah they, yeah, are. they are first okay. down english
2: nice job by jake knew where the marker was and he's got the first down at the 33 so they keep the drive moving here is 140 left and again you know you're thinking maybe field goal position get the ball down the field can we hit something uh, you know it's Hitting a seam in here somewhere as they've been given the middle of the field. So keep your eye in the middle of the field as Jake drops back. All right, C.J.
1: Phillip in the backfield alongside English. Here's a snap, two receivers right. English throws left, and he throws it out of bounds, incomplete. Carson Brown was the closest Maroon. to will bring up second down and 10 from the Dowling 33. Minute 35 remaining here in the second quarter. Mark Amadale, Matt Mandring, John Cheadle. And, of course, uh, forget we'll have halftime. Carolyn Kirkhoff will join us. She's here. She's right behind you, Matt. Yes, yes. And I haven't paid my membership yet, so I may <laughs> need to borrow money. Chido didn't leave me any. He didn't leave you i got to pay my Dowling Club membership, and I, I'm going to get uh, – you want to do the interview? i got some <laughs> questions here you can ask her. It's all you, Mark. I may have to go back to uh, – You to run down to checkbook. the car? Might have to find a checkbook. Yeah. 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 I am overdue. All right. It is second and ten now for Dowling. A ball on their own 33-yard line. English back to throw two receivers each side. Jake's going to run it. And right up the gut over center up to the thirty-five yard line, he'll
2: pick up two and the clock will run at minute twenty-five. These are those the times that's hard to replicate in practice consistently for the quarterback situation. You know, how long do you get on your reads? A lot of times you get more time in practice than you do in a game, Right. and so the, the simulation here for Jake is awful difficult, and, and as you see him try to adjust, and ends up pulling the ball down quicker sometimes. Third and eight Dowling,
1: ball in their own 35, three receivers right, English throws right, angles the ball up, out of bounds, it's caught by Cooper Nicholson, but he was out of bounds at the 50-yard line. i will stop the clock with 57 seconds and bring up fourth and eight for the Maroons from their own 35.
2: Ankeny Centennial was able to get a lot of pressure on that series, that, that front three of... Um, uh, mean Sean Hawks. Gavin or the Hawks, yeah. yeah. What did I say? <laughs> you I mean, said it, Centennial. Centennial. Oh, yeah. I, that's we're big... all good for oh, those. Okay. <laughs> Gavin Jackson and Simonson were able to get in there and make you know, and, and make Jake uh, make a decision quickly and uh, throw the ball up to the sideline.
1: All right, twin Safety's back for Ankeny at their own 35-yard line awaiting the punt by Dowling. Let's see if that's Cole in there. We've seen Vinay pick also. Cole, that's a punt off. It's a high. Fair catch signal for in traffic and making the oh. catch at the 35-yard line. Nice job by Ankeny. And I'll tell you what, he had a fall forward. The Hawks have four guys that are back there at times. I'll put two at a time. So that telling me somebody hasn't won the job. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Coach Nelson's looking for that punt returner. We'll take a break. 50 seconds remaining. 14 to 3 is our score here in the second quarter. Ankeny with the lead over Dowling. Let's go down to the Dowling sideline. And that is where John Chido is at,
15: John.
3: Well, when, when you go that uh, empty look and you're, you're trying to, to, to hit uh, Andrew Bliss down the seam there because uh, if he gets by that interior linebacker it's just, and gets him to turn around with him, it's, it's, it's wide open. There's no one behind him. But uh, it, it's, it's hard to do that when you've got that much pressure coming.
1: All right, John, we'll look forward to your report with Tom Wilson here coming up. And there's a pass over the middle. And it's caught right at midfield. Nice job that time. That might be McCullough. And it was. it like with it, yes. a big catch that time on first down. And, and Ankeny's getting... wanting to score. They're in yeah. business here. This is where they want to be. 19-yard reception. Cole back to throw, wants to run. Now throws it downfield, and he throws it out of bounds inside the 30-yard line of Dowling. That'll stop the clock with 34 seconds. Now Ankeny with two timeouts remaining. Dowling has
2: one, and we have 34 seconds left in the half, and it'll bring up second and 10. Hawks. Keep everything in front of you. That's what the secondary is thinking right now is make sure you keep everything in front of you and uh, don't let that receiver get behind you because we know that Cole can throw it down to the end zone. He's going to be able to throw yeah. that ball a long ways and so it, here it's important. Don't let him get his feet set. Need some defensive pressure in his face. McCullough lines up just
1: outside the left tight end. Here's a snap. Cole looks right and he fires it out. And it's caught by Kadolf out of bounds a little drag route to the right of the formation inside the
2: Dowling, well, at the 48-yard line of Dowling, gain of two. Joe Hughes read the play really well and comes up makes a play, gets a stop, short gain, and uh, it did stop the clock. What was what was the time on the clock before that play started, Mark? Uh,
1: not much, 36, 35 seconds, something like that, quick hitter.
2: Yeah, that's, as you see, it didn't seem like much went off the clock there. It didn't. It didn't. <laughs> Now we've
1: got a timeout on the field. This will be uh, I think Ankeny's timeout. We'll take a one-minute break. 30 seconds left in the half, and it's 14-3. It's to three. Ankeny leads Dowling. Here in the second quarter back in one minute here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network and the Central Iowa Sports Network.
9: Weekdays at 5 p.m., it's Catholic Answers, a live call-in program to offer Catholics and non-Catholics a chance to talk with world-class apologists and theologians. Catholic Answers, live on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, connecting listeners with Christ.
7: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Northwest Bank. Commitment you can bank on. Northwest Bank is a community bank serving Iowa and Nebraska. NW.BANK. Thank you, Northwest Bank, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio.
10: Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home, Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools.
1: Hey, we're back here at Valley Stadium out of the timeout by Ankeny. Both teams have one each with 26 seconds remaining. And the uh, pass put to the right side incomplete by the Hawks. That'll bring up fourth and nine for Ankeny. The clock stop with 26 seconds. So the Maroons will have one more shot with the uh, football here trailing
2: 14-3 to to the Ankeny Hawks, Matt. Great play by Jake Anderson there on the sideline. Breaks that play up as it would have been close to a first down and probably would have been made Ankeny's decision a little bit different sure. right here. And so Jake breaks the play up on the edge and uh, forces the punt. Maroons aren't buying this is uh, going to be a punt as they bring in their
1: punter, Pelham, and he gets it away. Nobody back, and they'll just let him kick it. And it's going to be angling to the near sideline. This is going to go out of bounds the five-yard line. So it'll be first down, Dowling from their own five. Beautiful punt of 43 yards by Max Pelham.
2: And that'll stop the clock with 17 seconds remaining. It also changes your way of thinking as you go back out here offensively as well. Yeah, it and is. as that ball bounces out the five yard line.
1: Maroons deep in their own territory. They have one timeout left. I don't think much is going to happen here with 17 seconds remaining in the half. Let's go down to John Scheidel on the Dowling sideline. And Johnny, I know you're going to talk to Coach Wilson here at halftime. They got an uphill climb, trailing 14 to three.
3: Yeah, they do, but they get the ball to start the second half, so you don't want to do anything crazy here. Get out of this half and and come out and you get the ball to start the second half and hopefully get things going offensively.
1: Yeah, the Maroons will take a knee, and Ankeny will not stop the clock, so we'll go to halftime with the uh, Ankeny Hawks leading Dowling 14-3 here at Valley Stadium on week three of the high school football season. Dowling ranked second by Radio Iowa. Ankeny ranked sixth, both teams with records of one and one. And our thanks to Ashworth Vision, Construction Professionals, and Dental Associates. I also want to thank uh, Kemen, along with Mercy One, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Northwest Bank, and Skeffington's Formal Wear. Let's go down on the field. That's where John Chittle has the Dowling head coach, Tom Wilson. Johnny?
3: Well, Coach, uh, Ankeny was able to capitalize on two turnovers that led to their two scores. You were able to get three points on the board. Your thoughts on the first half?
6: Well, I guess for the third week in a row, our defense is you know, trying to keep us in it. You know, we're shuffling on offense. We've missed some throws. Uh, we've screwed some things up at the line of scrimmage. We've got to find, find some offense to take the pressure off the defense.
3: All right, Coach, good luck in the second half. Thank you.
1: John Scheidel with head coach Tom Wilson as we go to halftime with the uh, Ankeny Hawks leading Dowling by the score of 14-3. to Matt, you have any updated scores? If not, you can just read what you had earlier.
2: Iowa City's now up on Ames 14-3 to right before the half. Uh, Valley, Urbandale late in the second quarter, 14-0 Valley. And uh, scrolling through here, I think those are all the ones that are important for us right now. So, all right. do you have stats? Yeah, we do. Jared F- Seifert comes up here
1: with the stats. We'll read them, and we'll take a break here. With the halftime score, Ankeny 14, Dowling Catholic 3. Mark Amadale, Matt Mainring, John Scheido on the broadcast tonight. Ankeny total offense 117 yards, Dallin with 53. The Maroons have 28 yards in the air and 25 yards rushing. Ankeny with 40 yards rushing and 77 yards in the air. Penalties. Ankeny with one penalty for 15 yards. Dowling four penalties for 40 yards. Hawks with 10 first downs. Dowling with just three first downs in the first half. Jake English, two completions and 11 attempts, 28 yards, and two interceptions in the first half for the Maroons. J.J. Uh, Cole, the Ankeny quarterback, 9 of 11 passing, 77 yards and two touchdowns, no interceptions in the first half. C.J. Phillip, leading Ball carrier for Dowling, 7 carries, 16 yards. Jake English, 3 carries for 7 yards. And Cam Middleton, 5 carries for 2 yards. For Ankeny, Colin Kadolph, their leading ball carrier, 12 carries, 58 yards in the first half. And uh, J.J. Cole, 5 carries for 3 yards. Also in there for Ankeny, uh, Nate Nessa with 1 carry for 3 yards. For Dowling, their leading receiver is Cooper Nicholson, 1 catch for 23 yards. Jalen Townsend, one catch for five yards. For the Ankeny Hawks, their leading receiver in the uh, first half is Brady McCullough with four catches, 57 yards, and a touchdown. Ryan Crandall, three catches for 16 yards. And out of the backfield, their tailback, Colin Kadolph, two catches, four yards, and a touchdown to lead Ankeny. So, again, total yardage in the first half unofficially. Ankeny with 117 yards, and Dowling with 53. And our thanks to Jared Seifert, who is keeping the numbers for the Dowling coaching staff. We'll take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk Dowling Club membership. Don't go too far, Mr. I mean, I may need to borrow and renew my membership. We'll find out. Carolyn Kirkhoff will join us. Her husband, Randy. Had a bouquet bearing gifts. I'll show our list, our viewers, that when we come back halftime. Ankeny fourteen, Dowling three. Here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network and the Central Iowa Sports Network.
12: This is a Young Catholic Minute. Do pets go to heaven? Now, personally, I was greatly traumatized by the classic movie dramatizing dog murder and revenge. All dogs go to heaven. However, there is a grain of theological truth to the film. Dogs can't go to hell. Meriting heaven or hell comes from either living in intimate relationship with Christ or choosing something else that you love more. That kind of relationship, that kind of choice, is one that only humans have, because we're the only creatures that God created in His own image, the image of love. Animals, who show affection or dislike out of instinct, rather than out of reason and will, can't be held responsible for their actions, and certainly can't enjoy or suffer any eternal consequences for them. So, will pets be in heaven? It's possible, but only because God created earth as a sign of heaven. Not because of their own merit, and not because we just won't be happy without them. If God isn't enough for us, then we're not going to be happy in heaven, with or without Fluffy. For more, youtube.com slash youngcatholic.
1: And welcome back to halftime here at Valley Stadium in West Des Moines. Mark Amadale, Matt Manring, John Chido. Our halftime score is the Ankeny Hawks leading Dowling Catholic by the score of 14-3 to 3 in the Dowling Marching Band on the field right now. Joined now by Carolyn Kirkhoff. And Carolyn is always involved with something at Dowling. It's usually like maybe pancakes, maybe the auction. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Folks, the Dowling Club is back. It never went away. They're celebrating an anniversary this year. Carolyn, welcome on this Friday night.
15: Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is the first uh, time I've been really involved with the Dowling Club All since nice. I started uh, at Dowling Catholic High School two years ago, and I'm so excited. I've had uh, my two daughters. are My oldest one was an athlete at Dowling, and my youngest daughter is a vo- volleyball player, so I know uh, the good work that the Dowling Club does, and I'm excited to be a part of it.
1: Well, we're glad to have you. I know you and Coach Wilson talked about the Dowling Club. Uh, last report, because I get a membership renewal every once in a while, mm-hmm. and it stopped. And I'm just being honest here, folks, and Carolyn knows this. Ron Gray might have been the last guy that sent me that. He might have been heading it up 10, 15 years ago. And you know what Ron Gray means to Dowling. He's right. you know, the, the golf coach, former uh, wrestling coach. And if he's running it, something's up. So now you're running it, and it's under your direction. Folks, this is going to come back. It's been in existence for 80 years, started back in 1941. And how do we get back with the Dowling Club? And what is this all about? Okay,
15: Carolyn? we're going to make it so easy for everybody. Okay. So you can go to dowlingcatholic.org and click on the athletics button, and it'll take you to the Dowling Club page. And we give you lots of options. So there's three different options for membership. Okay. For our future Maroons, which would be K through eight, it's a $100 mm-hmm. membership, and our little Fellows uh, can get into any game, meet, or match for free, and uh, our next membership is a $250 level for for any adult. Okay. And that's again any entry into any game, meet, or match, and you also get a 15% off uh, coupon to our famous campus store. So get some merch over there at a discount, and then um, we have the family package, which is really great. So that is two adult memberships and then two future maroons okay and that is six hundred dollars
1: so how does the dowling club uh, get involved with helping the dowling teams including their coaches and players what's the uh, the backstory on that
15: so the the dowling club really has been taking care of the players and the coaches since 1941 so any membership or any donation to the dowling club goes to everything from transportation to food to equipment. Uh, and everything in between. So um, I know personally my daughter plays on the volleyball team. They just got new uniforms this year, and that, the Dowling Club helped with that. Sure. So it could be equipment for football. It could be a number of things. But transportation, banquets, and coaching salaries. So we want to attract and maintain the great coaches that we have at Dowling Catholic.
1: This is with Carolyn Kirkhoff. She is the uh, Events and Community Engagement Manager at Dowling Catholic High School. We're not talking about any of that, or maybe we are, but we're talking Dowling Club. Dowling Club. Here on Iowa Catholic Radio on the Central Iowa Sports Network. Halftime, 14-3, to 3, Ankeny leads Dowling. And, Carolyn, we're going to go right into the different types of memberships. There are different memberships. You know, uh, maybe it isn't one size fits all. You kind of mentioned, you touched on that a little mm-hmm. bit with uh, if you have kids in grade school, or middle school rather, going to Dowling. I have a daughter it's an eighth grader who will be at Dowling next year. So talk about the different packages. So
15: that would be a great example for a future Maroon. Okay. And um, with also with a membership like the future Maroon, the adult, or the family pass, we're also doing special events just for our Dowling Club members. Okay. So tonight we did a tailgate before the – the game. And I saw
1: them down there. Yes. Yeah.
15: We had the grill fired up. We were giving away lots of prizes. Mm-hmm. Our coaches are so generous and they dropped off a bunch of um, team gear for us. So we had a prize wheel, we were, everybody was spinning the wheel, winning a t-shirt, I mean cheer and dance and um, track and cross country, volleyball, they all had donated something it was great to That's see awesome. our Dowling Club members going away and representing all of our great sports.
1: So, an adult membership to the Dowling Club, mm-hmm. what does that get you?
15: Okay, so that is an uh, adult membership is one person for $250, okay. and that is entry into everything. So, and that's also really good for our um, band parents, our cheer parents, our dance parents, because mm-hmm. they're attending all the sporting events also to sure. see their athletes perform. And so, we invite them to, to join either as an adult or um, a family pass.
1: All right, and then you got the, the family membership, and that, that's pretty good savings and talk about how many memberships you get with that
15: so the family pack is uh two adults and two future maroons and so that well that'll get you you covered so if you have lots of littles and you've got some um athletes at dowling that's a great way to get the whole family in for a great evening of entertainment Okay. and great sports
1: can you hang on for a second we've got to take a break the Central Iowa Sports Network and Iowa Catholic Radio we've got to pay some bills we'll come back Carolyn Kirkhoff is my guest here at halftime I'm Mark Amadale and it's a 14-3 to halftime score of the Ankeny Hawks leading Dowling here in week 3 of the high school football season back in one minute here on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network
2: Hi, this is Matt Wilkham Executive Director for Iowa Catholic Radio for 15 years we've worked to be the best possible stewards of your gifts knowing that this isn't our radio station, it's yours. That's why we can confidently ask for your financial support to be fully funded for the rest of the year. Join us starting Monday, September 20th for the Fall Carathon as we celebrate 15 years of connecting listeners with Christ. But you don't have to wait. Give now at iowacatholicradio.com. Thank you.
14: It can be easy to forget about the dignity of another when we disagree with their ideas or actions. We start to focus on the things that make us different, and the thoughts start to divide us. Before we reach the conclusion of those thoughts, we must pause and remind ourselves that person with a different idea or lifestyle has great dignity. The next time you find yourself ready to go toe to toe with someone, remember that they have dignity and deserve respect, even when we disagree.
1: And welcome back to Valley Stadium, West Des Moines, halftime here tonight. The Ankeny Hawks leading Dowling Catholic 14-3 at halftime, joined by Carolyn Kirkhoff from the uh, Dowling office. Uh, well, let's get the right events. A community management manager at Dowling Catholic That's High it. School. Is that right, Carolyn? Yes. And she's a jack-of-all-trades, master of everything, uh, pancake breakfast, alumni, uh, the auction, yes. all that stuff. Golf Would
15: outing. You-
1: Golf outing. We'll yes. talk. We'll talk more about that. But uh, we're getting back to the Dowling Club. That's our topic tonight. And I don't think it ever went away, but it's always been there. It's been there for 80 years as you celebrate the anniversary of this year. And where we leave off with? I, I talked to you about family membership, which is a great savings. But uh, some of the bonuses. So
15: yes, we um, have all the free entry, but we also get the um, campus store book. Um, Discount at the campus bookstore. Uh, we're also going to be doing special events just for our Downlink Club members because they are awesome and all of those memberships go mm-hmm. to our athletes and our parents, or our players, and keeping our staff, sure. coaching staff ready to go. So that's really exciting. Um, we're also working on sponsorships so any business or company that wants to get in on the action and help uh, support our players We have some sponsorships available. We started something new this year from our friends at Hummel's Nissan. They are um, great friends and alumni, and they are starting the SAC-TAC program. So for every sack our Maroons make during the home games, they are donating $100 to the Dowling Club. And um, they've also made T-shirts, so the cheerleaders are helping us out. They're going to be throwing those out into the crowd. So... um, we want to get some as many sacks as possible. We had two last week. We had one so far tonight. And um, the players who make the sack they will be getting a t-shirt also
1: is that right yes well, we had a few one of them already tonight they got in there so and, exciting uh, now somebody some guy named randy brought it up here is yes. that your husband that brought this that up that is
15: my husband and uh <laughs> this was kind of the brain child of his and uh we were just talking about it one night and we thought well this is great let's give it a whirl and um so yeah hummels have been a great friend and like i said mark perry and kevin are all alumni and they're they're on board
1: my wife has bought every car from Hummels really? in her lifetime, yep. Where'd including go? the one she's driving, you know, so that, that goes I won't say way back, but it goes back away. So a
10: few
15: years.
1: Yeah, a few years, a yeah. Few thank years. you. Uh, Carolyn Kirkhoff joining me here at halftime from the Dowling Club. Let's talk about some other maybe some save to dates going on. We got Grandparents' Day, the Grandparents Mass coming up, and then the old pancake oh, breakfast I I during know. the playoffs of football. Talk more about that.
15: I know. So first we need to get to Grandparents Mass and we are so excited to have mm-hmm. um Mass back on campus and invite all of our special guests. Something that we're going to do differently this year, we noticed that last year when we sent the video out, we were sending the video um, to our grandparents in, I I want to say, 35 states and we had four countries, grandparents outside of the the U.S. So um, not every grandparent can come back. So we're going to live stream it this year. Ah, okay. And so for our, our friends that can't come back, we're going to send it to them, but we will always welcome our special grandparents back on campus to worship uh, together, and it's just beautiful.
1: That'll be on Thursday, October 7th, 9.30 in the morning is Mass. Save the date. There's plenty of parking over there at the Walmart just uh, east of Dowling. Yes, too. That's per- and, is and right? you know,
15: the grandparents love to hop on the yellow bus.
1: Isn't that something? And
15: come to campus.
1: All right, and now the next Save the Date is the Pancake Breakfast. That'll be on Sunday, October 24th, and that'll be at the Varied Industries Building back at the Iowa State Fairgrounds, and that's kind of a big event.
15: It is a big event, and it's special this year. <laughs> it's the 60th celebration of oh, the is. Pancake Breakfast. And... As I recall, you bought a pancake package at the auction in I 2020. Mm-hmm. And so we you will have a reserved table. You'll have reserved parking. You've got your fabulous I Heart Pancake T-shirt that you can be wearing. Mm-hmm. And you get to bring seven of your friends and hunker down. For the folks that don't have the, the pancake package, you can buy tickets online at org and go to the events page. And we've lowered the prices this year because it is the 60th anniversary. So... Yeah. $60 for a set of 12 tickets.
1: I see. Well, that is a savings. And, it is. And I appreciate you bringing that information over to my house in person because we couldn't contact anybody a year ago, remember, so you left it at my doorstep. Yep. I wasn't home anyway, but I appreciate that's a nice gift basket mm-hmm. and we appreciate it. She will go the extra mile, Carolyn Will, folks, and if you need something. So, wrapping this up, okay. how can folks get a hold of you or somebody at Dowling? Obviously, org is the website, mm-hmm. but they want to talk to you in person. They can leave a message. Give them the, give them your phone number there. Please in give office.
15: me a jingle. I'll be happy to help. 222-1095. That's my direct line. Uh, back in the advancement team, and I'd be happy to help with pancake tickets or grandparents mass sponsorships, downling club. I'm here to help.
1: T-shirts. Can't you can't go wrong with these t-shirts. I three, got the sack t-shirt.
15: Three hundred dollars so far. That's Let's awesome. Go we got
1: three sacks this year. That's right. You know, Pettis and the boys. Yes. So. Carolyn, thanks so much. Thanks for all you do at Dowling and all the time you put in. Coming out here on a Friday night, trying to celebrate Iowa-Iowa State Week. And You know how that goes? I know,
15: and I have a Hawkeye. No. I have a daughter over at Iowa, but happy to do it. Um, just so glad to be at Dowling and um, be a part of this.
1: You're blessed to have a Hawkeye. I have two Cyclones at home, my wife and daughter, and I'm kind of working on them. I'm, okay. I'm working on them. My son's a Hawkeye. Okay. But he graduated Iowa State. We'll figure that out.
15: Okay. That's a kind of a riddle.
1: Engineer. And degree. That's where okay. he got there. So.
15: All right. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks, Maybe I'll come back another time and we can talk more about pancakes. I
1: look forward to that. So does everybody here. Uh, Pete Tarpy and the crew on CISN.TV. That's Carolyn Kirchhoff from the Dowling Events and Community Engagement Manager. What a title.
15: I know. Yeah. It's got a little bit of everything.
1: But tonight it's Dowling Club. And, folks, yes. DowlingCatholic.org and uh, uh, tab, and you'll find it and get renewed. i got to renew mine. Okay. So Maynard didn't have any money for me, so i got to renew it you myself. You know what? We
15: can... You can um, scan a QR code tonight. and get that done.
1: Help me, Lord.
15: I'm here to help. I'm here to help. Here to help.
1: <laughs> All right. We'll take a break. Come back. Matt Mainring and John Chattel rejoin us here at Valley Stadium. Halftime score. It's the Ankeny Hawks leading Dowling 14-3 here on Iowa Catholic Radio Network and the Central Iowa Sports Network.
4: Thank you, Ashworth Vision Clinic, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365 on Iowa Catholic Radio. Ashworth Vision Clinic online at ashworthvision.com. Ashworth Vision Clinic, 515-440-4610.
0: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio.
5: Thank you, Dental Associates, for supporting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. 515-225-6742. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com.
0: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Kemen.com. Thank you, Kemen, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio.
11: Listener supported Iowa Catholic Radio 1150 AM KWKY Des Moines 94.5 FM K233BT Des Moines 88.5 FM KIHS Adel 90.9 FM KLOX Creston
1: And we're back here at Valley Stadium Halftime score, it's Ankeny 14, Dowling Catholic 3. And uh, we're just a few minute, moments away from the second-half kickoff, which Dowling will receive. And we'll recap the scoring in the uh, first half for Ankeny. They started off first this, uh, with 7.09 remaining in the first quarter. Colin Kadolph on a three-yard touchdown reception from quarterback J.J. Cole. The extra point was good by Max Pelham. And Ankeny led three to nothing, or 7-0 uh, on a three-play 40-yard drive and that was capped off by Kaddalf's touchdown after an interception by Reed Johnson to put Ankeny in scoring position. Hawks came back in the second quarter with 8-14 remaining. Brady McCullough on a five-yard touchdown reception from quarterback J.J. Cole. Pelham's extra point made it 14-0. That was after a Crandall interception uh, as, as Ryan Crandall had the interception as Ankeny went seven plays and 52 yards for the score. So it was 14-0 Ankeny at the time. Then Dowling came back late in the second half, in the first half, rather. 3.50 remaining, a field goal of 40 yards from Diego Leone, and that was set up by a fumble recovery off a muff punt by the Ankeny Hawks, recovered by Dowling, and it was 14-3 at that time. That's the score now as Pelham is set to kick off here, Matt Mandring, as we're... Starting the second half, Dowling receiving, Matt.
2: Yep, here we go at the start of the second half, and it is going to be in the end zone. Uh, he, he was going to crank it, and then he stopped it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, we
1: haven't talked about our officials tonight, and I'm going to get John Chido in here, but Mike Vent, veteran official, Hall of Famer, is our referee tonight. Eric Kennedy is the umpire. Myron Lynn, the linesman. Dirk Royals, the line judge, and David Forsyth is the back judge. That is our... Stellar Hall of Fame officiating crew, and they've done a great job tonight. Fourteen to three, anchoring with uh, the lead, Dowling with the ball from their own twenty. John Chido, if you're there, come on in.
3: Well, the start of the second half, Dowling's got the ball. They got to stay ahead of the chains, establish this run game, and start doing things that they want to do and get in their game plan. They haven't been yet to get quite in their game plan yet.
1: Yeah, that's a good point, uh, Johnny. As uh, the Marines start on their own twenty, and the give is to the uh, tailback, and let's see which one is in there. That's it's, Cam Middleton. It's Cam back in there. Yep. yep.
2: Cam Middleton, nice run for him to start the second half. And, you know, they're running these two backs in here, and they're both different types of runners. But this Dowling offense really needs Cam Middleton to get squared up and, and put some yards in there. Because this, this Ankeny defense is just going to keep hitting and keep hitting, and they're going to run blitz until, we, until Dowling proves they can pop something.
1: Exactly. That's a – a seven-yard game for Cam. They get him up to the 27-yard line. And it's second down and three for the Maroons. And now back to throw is English. Pumps once. Now fires it near side. and He throws out of bounds incomplete as Carson Brown was the intended receiver. And back on coverage for Ankeny was Ben Sandvig.
2: The uh, Jake pulls it out there. And I, I don't know if that was an RPO play from start to finish there. But the um, he pulls it out and reads reads pass. They have seven guys up there towards the line of scrimmage, and you know it's they're, they're going to challenge Dowling to try and run the football and defeat that defense. Ankeny with uh,
1: almost nine in the box right now. It's third and three Maroons from their own 27-yard line. Two receivers to the right, nine in the box for Ankeny. Dowling with the tight end on the left. Pistol formation. English calling, signals out of the shotgun. The give is to Middleton, and uh, Cam fights his way but shy of the first down, maybe got a yard up to the 28-yard line.
2: Yeah, and there's nowhere to go right there. And a uh, big task for that offensive line to try and create something as Ankeny, as the Hawks did, load that box and and uh, try to, you know, force him to the outside. And that's not Dowling's forte because nope. we don't have that, you know, Dowling doesn't have that speed back that can, that can get that edge. All right, the Maroons will...
1: Bring in the punting unit, John Cole, wearing number 99, back at his own 15-yard line. Hagan on the snap and Cole gets away. High and short end-over-end kick and fielded at the 40-yard line by Ankeny, and that's where the Hawks will take it. Brady McCullough won the fair catch signal, and it'll be Ankeny football, first and 10 from their own 40-yard line as the Hawks lead it, 14-3 over Dowling Catholic. Let's go down to the Dowling sideline, and that is where John Shido's at, John.
3: Well, mark, you, you you and Matt have been saying it, so they have nine guys in the box, and they 're just daring you to throw deep and trying to loosen that up and Dowling has been unable to loosen up that box and get those guys spread out and, 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 and open up these running lanes and until you hit a big pass down the middle or or on the edge uh, they 're still going to continue to pack the box
1: that is true first down Ankeny from their own 40 yard line. Thank you, John, for that report. Handoff to kadolph and he does he has an inside handoff and Went more east west that time, Matt. He tried to turn it up over right
2: in, and he may have gotten just over the line of scrimmage for a half yard gain. And it puts a lot of pressure on that defense, but you know, over over the past two games, that defense has been able to stand up when he needed to, especially in the second half here, get the ball back, and let that offense start to develop. And that's what needs to happen here tonight uh, for down to get going. They've they've given up a few more plays than they have right. over the past couple weeks and and uh, you know, it's a solid Ankeny offense that they're running up against.
1: All right, second down and nine for Ankeny. And here's a give to Kadolph, right over right guard and tackle. And he's stood up and then brought back. He may have gotten a couple yards up to the 42. He did. Game,
2: I'm sorry, give him a gain of one up to the 42. it will bring up third and eight. Mata Brewer runs back into the game here as they try to get out, and, and they're going to get a little pass rush, see if they can get Cole to get moving in there as third and seven. Passing down, and this is where uh, JJ Cole likes to be as well. So, uh, strength versus strength here, and see if they can get a little pressure on him. Well, the Hawks bring
1: out two receivers to the left. That's to the bottom of your screen if you're watching on CISN. Back to throw is Cole.
2: Pumps once, and down he goes. Another sack for the Dowling defense. And which one is it? I think it's Chase Patton. Chase Patton comes off the right side, and uh, really. Broke free inside the gap and, and was able to put the pressure on and make the sack. Oh, yeah, base chatting. He looked like he got shot out of a cannon on the replay there. And, and uh, you know, there was a little more intensity in that series from the defense than there was in the first half. You that see is. some kids getting after it right there. Loss of
1: four on the sack by Patton. And with eight and a half minutes remaining, third quarter, 14-3 to three Ankeny, and they'll bring their punting unit in, and that being Max Pelham. Pelham gets the punt away. Dowling had a little pressure that time. That'll force Cooper back. And now he muffs the football, and it's picked up by Ankeny. The Hawks will have it inside the 10-yard line. Ankeny did that earlier as uh, Cooper Nicholson filled the punt, and it went off his hands and recovered by Ankeny, and the Hawks will and have it goal-to-goal in Dowling territory. Pelham
2: had a beautiful punt. I mean, that punt just sailed, and it was it took off and and uh, and – Cooper was trying to judge where it was coming down at, and just he fair ca- he put the fair catch signal, and um, number 23 for the Hawks That's was Brock there. Brock Adamson, the yeah. long snapper, the first guy down. That's usually who it is too. The long snapper is usually the first guy that gets down the field. So it'll be first and goal.
1: Ankeny, with 8:17 remaining here in the third quarter, at the Dowling. 10-yard. Well, let's see. Where are they going to spot it? Is it inside at the 10? Right at the 9-yard yeah. uh, line. First and goal, anchor at the 9. And Cole, inside handoff to Godolph and he keeps his leg moving and he's inside the 5 and down
2: near the 4-yard line to pick up a 5. Big run there on first down when you're inside the 10-yard line. Those are usually 5. Those are yards that are hard to get and right there, Godolph got 5 of them and, and uh, cuts the distance in half to the goal here. Uh, big, big series for this Dowling defense, trying to hold them to a field goal or create a turnover. Yeah, again. they got their goal line defense in there. Ball spotted just inside
1: at the four-yard line. Could off a gain of five. Second and goal at the four. J.J. Cole, the quarterback, 6'6", junior. Here's a snap by the shotgun. Looks in the end zone, fires in the end zone. The pass is caught. Touchdown, Ankeny. And a little drag route in the end zone, and that was a nice play that was set up by the Hawks. And Cole showed his arm there. And
2: McCullough again and as uh, he comes in and is the nightmare for Dowling again this, this year as they make a nice play as he sits at the goal line.
1: Well, two plays, nine yards, following the Dowling fumble on the punt. Now the extra point attempt by Max Pelham. along long snappers Brock Adamson and Austin Bailey will be the holder in the right-footed kick. Is up and good by Pelham, so Ankeny extends its lead to twenty-one to three over Dowling with seven thirty remaining here in the third quarter. Here on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network.
0: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at
7: MercyOne.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formalware. In business since 1951 with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Davenport, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formalware, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at Skeffington's.com. Support
8: for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by CTO. What great news for donors to the Catholic Tuition Organization. You now receive 75%, yes, 75% of your donation back in Iowa tax credits beginning January 1st of this year. Your support has helped thousands of students attend our Catholic schools. Best gift ever, online, ctoiowa.org. At CTO, the bottom line, it's for the kids and their future.
1: We're back here at Valley Stadium. Mark Amadil alongside Matt Mandering. John Chido on the Dowling sideline. And it's been all Ankeny tonight for uh, Dowling fans. Hawks lead it 21-3. They take advantage of a fumbled punt by Dowling. And they go two plays, nine yards, capped off by Brody McCullough. Four-yard touchdown reception from quarterback J.J. Cole. Cole's third touchdown pass of the night. And it's 21-3, Ankeny leading Dowling. 7.33 remaining here on the third quarter let's go down to the Dowling sideline and John Chido this is going to take a lot of effort and a lot of things to go right for the Maroons to make this comeback
3: yeah it sure is and they haven't even started to make an attempt yet I mean really if you think about it uh you go three and out the first series and then you stop them and unfortunate, you know with the, with, with the punt and and I feel bad for Carter because he's a tough kid and he's made plays all game long so it's it's not on him It's 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 the offense needs to get something going.
1: Yep, Cooper Nicholson, the Dowling punt returner Johnny's referring to, that uh, fumbled it. First down, Dowling. After the kickoff goes out of bounds or in the end zone, back to throw is English, and he fires it out. That's caught. Nice catch by Andrew Bliss, the senior wide receiver, 5'10", 165 pounds, from their own 20. Bliss is finally brought down shy of the uh, 35-yard line. They'll spot him down at the 33. Matt, again at
2: 13. That's a good play to start the series. Uh, Dowling's offense, 53 yards in the first half, and they, it goes without saying, we've been saying it all along, they need to find a rhythm in something.
1: Yes. Yes, indeed. That's first and ten Maroons. Jake English, a quarterback. He's got two receivers to his left, and now the inside handoff. They go to the short side, and scampering for a first down and more, and he might do it. Down the near sideline, that's C.J. Oh, Phillip, and he finally knocked down. Oh, we got the, a
2: flag on the field.
1: By the safety that time, Ryan Crandall making the stop at the uh, 14-yard line, but C.J. Phillip had great, all
2: sorts of room. Great run. He got held up at the line of scrimmage and finds a crease, but it's all coming back. Knocked out of bounds, and the
1: penalty against Dowling, so that will wipe out a huge game. Let's get the call from Mike Vint. Going to mark it off from the Dowling 35, so that was right at the line of scrimmage.
2: Oh, they got, I think they got a hold right there as you saw the replay. And uh, you can see when the offensive lineman's arm gets up around that, that chin strap, that's a, a tough one not to call. And uh, so the call gets made, and the Dowling offense gets to start out of that hole.
1: That wipes out a 43-yard run by C.J. Phillips. Dowling now with the first and 18 back at their own 25-yard line. Runs will work from the right hash mark. Dowling going left to right, north to south here at Valley Stadium. Two receivers left and the inside handoff, and that's Philip again. And CJ finds a little bit of a seam over left guard and tackle across the 30, up near the
2: 33-yard line. A pick up of eight. A good run, a good run there to get the eight yards. And and one thing about that play, if there's a positive in it, you they found that they can do it. You know, they see that they can create those seams. And CJ hits it and takes off. And uh, if nothing else, it's this offense to gain that confidence and start moving the football. Slot will bring up first down for Dowling. Is that what they're saying? Yes, it is. First and ten.
1: Handoff once again. They'll work the right side. And Phillip, they're waiting for him there. That's, He'll lose a couple yards back to the 30-yard line. It was second and
2: ten. Or second, second and eleven. So okay. that'll bring up... Are they going to give him a loss? In the yeah, a
1: loss of two. So it'll bring up third and 13. Third and 13, Dowling. Phillip will lose two yards on the play. 5.45 remaining, third quarter, 21-3. to Ankeny,
2: the sixth-ranked team, and the yeah. defending
1: champions, leading Dowling Catholic, and we got a timeout on no, they the field. They've got a
2: timeout. Too many guys in the field. Ankeny didn't get their guys switched out. We'll take a one-minute break
1: with Ankeny leading Dowling 21-3 to here at Valley Stadium in week three of the high school football season. And we'll be back after these messages here on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network.
9: Monday through Friday at 3 p.m., it's Cresta in the Afternoon. Speaker and author Al Cresta looks at life through the lens of Scripture and the teaching of the Catholic Church, providing conversation about the things that matter most. Cresta in the Afternoon on the Iowa Catholic Radio
7: Network. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Northwest Bank. Commitment you can bank on. Northwest Bank is a community bank serving Iowa and Nebraska. NW.BANK. Thank you, Northwest Bank, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio.
10: Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment, whether it's in the classroom or at home. Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools.
1: And while we were away at break, a big play by Dowling. Back to throw was Jake English, and he found Carson Brown with the catch right at the uh, Ankeny 39-yard
2: line on the completion. You had to watch the replay here, and, and the, you know, there's some arm barring going on, but Carson goes up and high points the football, takes it down. Good throw by Jake, and there's the, there's the big play they were looking for. So the line of scrimmage is the
1: Ankeny 39 in English now. Hands it off and the tailback that time. Let's see if Phillips back in there or not. That might be Cam. They've been interchanging their backs, does Dowling, and sometimes
2: on the same series, and off the bottom of the pile is Cam Middleton. Cam Middleton gets a couple yards running into the teeth of that defense. And as you can see, they you know again, we've we've called their names a lot, Eaton and, and Diego Jackson are up there causing a lot of disruption at that line of scrimmage.
1: A 21-yard gain that time from Carson Brown. Set up the first down play to Middleton. Second and nine, Dowling. Low snap. And, well, English picks the ball up and hands it. Now we've got a penalty flag down. Down goes the Dowling back that time. And we might have face masks against the Hawks. That was Cam. Yeah, it
2: was a weird place to throw the football, yeah, or throw the flag. and, And the Dowling people are, the Dowling kids are pointing towards Ankeny. It's normally... There you go. Yeah, face mask. Good call, Mark. Our referee
1: said, Mike Vent. that'll tack on 15 more. First down, Dowling. 436 remaining here in the third quarter. And it is 21 to 21-3. The Ankeny Hawks leading Dowling Catholic tonight here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Mark Camadale alongside Matt Mainring. And down the Dowling sideline is John Chido. And I want to thank the uh, staff here at uh, Central Iowa Sports Network producing it. Sean Ingressia doing the producing. Nick McDougall and Clayton Sampson are our camera operators. Back to throw English on play action. Tries to run I outside,
2: did, and he's hit and driven down by Jackson Penny. I think, that's, I think that was Cataldo in uh, at it quarterback. Is. Yep. Yeah, it So is. they switched him out, do an RPO play in there, and, or, you know, and they gave uh, Cataldo, who they feel like can run the ball a little bit more, uh, an opportunity in there, and uh, no success on that play. So Cataldo with little or no
1: gain. Let's see where they spot the ball right at the uh, well, 26-yard line. Loss of one for Dante Cataldo, who came in for one play. English comes back in, and he'll line up in the shotgun formation. Two receivers left, one back in the backfield. And it's English on play action. Fires it down towards the far pylon. The pass is underthrown
2: incomplete to Cooper Nicholson. And that ball thrown uh, towards Nicholson there on his inside shoulder. And if it had been toward his outside shoulder, it, it would have given him a little bit better opportunity to go back and get the football on that play. Not that it makes
1: a difference here, but that southeast wind is right in the teeth of that ball, and it yeah. held up just a hair. It did. And that's where Jake's got to be careful not to underthrow it, and he kind of did that there, but uh, the defender wasn't ready. So it's third and 12 Dowling on the Ankeny 26-yard line. English looks left throws right fires it out caught by Carson Brown he's got the first
2: down inside the 10 it'll be goal to goal Dowling at the Ankeny seven yard line and there's Jake English throwing the football like we saw him throw the football last week and him and Carson he and Carson Brown have got this little relationship developing we didn't call Carson's name once in the first half no we didn't and uh you know there he's finding him in a seam again puts it right on the money. And uh inside the 10 yard line are the Maroons. Nineteen
1: yard reception, first down Dowling. The line of scrimmage is the Ankeny seven, three twenty remaining, third quarter. Dowling with the first and goal at the Ankeny seven, two receivers left, one back in the backfield, and that is uh plays gonna come back, blown I'd dead, think, CJ
2: Phillip. I think they're calling timeout. I think Ankeny called timeout. And they do, so it'll be a timeout Ankeny. They, Dowling, only, they Dowling only
1: thought they got the play snaps. Yeah, so. they
2: only had 10 guys on the field. We'll count, take, them, count them right now.
1: We'll take a break. Three thirteen remaining third quarter. We'll take a one-minute break. It's Ankeny 21, Dowling 3 here on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network. This is a Young
12: Catholic Minute. So uh, why has the Catholic Church done so many bad things? If your math teacher illustrated that 2 plus 2 is 4 by forcing each student to drink 4 gallons of milk, it doesn't mean that the math is wrong when you throw up. Was the teacher abusing his authority and wounding with the truth instead of healing? Probably, but what he taught was still true and still good. So the church offers and teaches only what is true and good, even if the sinners within the church don't live it out. And coming to that, even if we haven't thrown the whole church into scandal, we are all still sinners. So maybe the more appropriate question is, how is the Catholic Church still good when I've done so many bad things? Since we're all one body in Christ, our sin affects everyone and can even lead others to sin. Lucky for us, Christ came to save us from our sin and gave us the church to do it. So let's stop sinning and be the church to others. For more Young Catholic Minutes, go to
1: youngcatholicminute.com. All right, Dowling out of the Ankeny timeout, a handoff to C.J. Phillip. It's first and goal for Maroons from the Ankeny 7, and C.J. carries a football, and... Gets to the five yard line for a pickup of two. It'll bring up second and goal, Dowling from the Ankeny five
2: yard line here. Matt Good job ring. by C.J. right there because he finished that. He finished that run going forward, knifed underneath, got a couple extra yards, get the ball down to the five yard line. So Ankeny using
1: one of their timeouts. They have one left now here in the second half. Dowling with all three. All right, here is English back to throw on third and goal from the five. Throws to the end zone looking for Carson Brown and he overthrew him, incomplete. Back on coverage was McCullough. It'll bring up.
2: Third and goal, Dowling at the five yard line. Third and goal to five, and, and I think if you're Dowling right now, you're thinking two plays here, and uh, even it getting late into the third quarter against this strong Ankeny defense, and so you're you're picking through your plays, get that ball down close to the goal line, and and give your offense another opportunity.
1: All right, Dowling in the Bozen, the Flores red zone. Say more with 515 five one five two four four Rose. That's two four four Rose seven six seven three as it's now third-and-goal Dowling at the five. Dowling with three receivers to the right. And English out of the shotgun. Back to throw. Fires the far side. The pass is overthrown incomplete. He led his receiver a little too far, and that was the tight end for the Maroons, Jalen Thompson. Yeah,
2: and a little bit of contact at the end of that play, uh, but the officials thought it was the ball probably wasn't catchable in the end, and, and uh, Dowling does bring in the field goal unit. Runs are gonna get try to get points here. Either field goal. Anki's gotten
1: points off turnovers via touchdowns. So it's yeah. a difference of touchdowns versus field goals. And now field goal attempt by Diego Leon. English will hold Hagen to snap it. The ball will be spotted at the 13. It'll be a 23 yard attempt. The ball is down, kick is up, and it is good. So Diego Leon with his second field goal of the night from 23 yards out. That'll add to the 40-yarder he hit earlier. And it's four, it's 21 to 6 our score now. Ankeny with the lead over Dowling. Back with a kickoff in one minute. You're on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network.
13: This is Dale Alquist with a Chesterton Minute. Have you ever heard someone say, I accept some of the things the church teaches, but I could never embrace the entire creed because there are some things in it that I just don't have any use for. G.K. Chesterton says, you might as well say that there's a great many things in the Encyclopedia Britannica that you don't have any use for. The Church, like the Encyclopedia, is meant for everybody and not just for you. It is meant for everybody, which just happens to include you. The Catholic Church is a combination of things that are nevertheless one thing. We cannot accept only part of it, without rejecting all of it. Want more than a minute? Visit our website at www.chesterton.org.
1: And we're back here at Valley Stadium, West Des Moines. Mark Amadale, Maindering as we wait the kickoff by Diego Leone, and Dowling does kick it off and they kick it off near side and it's fielded by Ankeny and that is Owen Summers inside is 25 and returns it to the 25 so
2: yeah flagging late here at the end of this play we'll see what the call is all right
1: so with uh, 222 remaining here in the third quarter it's Ankeny 21 Dowling 6 here on Iowa Catholic Radio and Central Iowa Sports Network while they're Assessing the penalty, let's go down to the Dowling sideline. The Maroons go 13 plays, 80 yards, and the Diego Leon 23-yard line, 23-yard field goal, rather, John Title. as the uh, Maroons score there.
3: Yeah, it's nice to see Carson Brown uh, go up for that football and finally finally get a chance to make a play on a ball, and, and that's the Carson we need to keep seeing, and just, just a great uh, ball skill to go up and grab that football for that big game. And then Dowling's defense stalls there in the red zone, uh, this is unfortunate, but it's still a two-possession game either way. If you score the touchdown and take the field goal, it's still a two-possession game.
1: Yep, and the, uh, thank you, John. The penalty assessed against the Ankeny Hawks, so that'll move the Hawks back to their own 13-yard line. They were going to start at their own 25, so it's first down. Toss play, could off left side, gets outside the numbers, runs into his own man at the 15 and falls
2: forward to the 16, again of three. They had a crease out there, and as you said, Mark, he he runs into his, the back of his own offensive lineman as he was turning the corner there, which helped let the Dowling defense get it riled up here, rattled up, and and you'll see that the replay on the TV here is probably got you know number 24 there probably be the best tackle. That's that Carson play. Booth, the backup yeah. tight
1: end who uh, no fault of his own no. just happened to be in the way of Kadolf. Yeah. So when. Uh, Holland decided to run it on the toss play. He ran it his own man. So it's second and seven, Ankeny, on their own 16-yard the the line. Ground. The ball's loose. Penalty flags down. Kadolph goes down at
2: the 10-yard line. So a loss of six. We'll see what the penalty's about. Now here's here's my question. I don't think Dowling can take the play on this. The play might be worth more than the the penalty yardage. I think They're, they have to take yeah, the play. Yeah, I think they have to take the false start. I mean, sorry, yeah, they got to take the penalty. This is a false start
1: against Ankeny. Other games tonight, number one Southeast Polk is at Waukee Northwest, the grand christening over there for the Northwest Wolves, who Dowling came from behind and defeated last week. Uh, Cedar Rapids Kennedy ranked third. They're, at, uh, they're taking on Cedar Rapids, Washington. Cedar Rapids Prairie ranked fourth, taking on Cedar Falls. Urbandale and Valley hooking up at uh, Urbandale Stadium at Ferris Field. And City High, Dowling's opponent is at Ames tonight, and we'll have hopefully an update on there. And now penalty flags down again on the snap. Kadolf gets the handoff. He goes nowhere. We might have another procedure.
2: The Dowling defense was sitting there kind of scrambling around, and it might have thrown off the Ankeny offensive line. Five-yard loss. Penalty against the Hawks. That will
1: back them up to the six-yard line. So back-to-back penalties by Ankeny. Very uncharacteristic. But this is kind of was their bugaboo last week against Centennial and Ankeny losing to Centennial 14-7 was a lot of penalties
2: in that game, Matt. Yeah, and they they played a very, very clean first half, and uh, now they're starting to get a little bit of disruption here as the Dowling defense starts to tighten things up. All right, Cole back to throw a little uh, tight end screen, if you will,
1: and he completes it across the 15 up to the 17-yard line, so a gain of 11. On the play on the receiver who caught the football that time, and Matt. you
2: can see on that play too that they are going to um, let him go through and and uh, they, you know, you can read screen, screen, screen. I couldn't quite catch who that was either on that play, um, catching the ball there. It uh, went for 11 yards. Now it's third down
1: for Ankeny. 35 seconds remaining here in the third quarter. Game clock running. Ankeny 21, Dowling 6 here in the third quarter. Third and six, Hawks are on their own 17-yard line going right to left, south to north here. Cole back to throw. Fires it near side. The pass is caught nicely that time by Brady McCullough across the 20 up to the 25-yard line. Eight-yard gain, first down, Hawks.
2: Dowling brought pressure there on that play and threw a lot of bodies at J.J., and he had to get it out and uh, did. McCullough makes a great catch there. That was a really, really laid good out. catch, yes. He laid uh, out that time, and uh, Cole, who's
1: thrown for three touchdowns tonight, 10-point there. That was a big first down Frankie. They were deep in their own territory, and they're going to let the clock run out. We're in the final seconds of the third quarter, and that will be the end of the third quarter with the score. Ankeny 21, Dowling Catholic 6, along with Matt Mainring and John Chido. I'm Mark Amadeo. Back with the fourth quarter in one minute here on Iowa Catholic Radio Network and the Central Iowa Sports Network.
0: Amazon Smile is a simple way to support Iowa Catholic Radio. When you are shopping on Amazon, consider shopping through Amazon Smile instead. You get all the same great deals, and your order will also help support Iowa Catholic Radio. All you need to do is choose Iowa Catholic Radio as your nonprofit to support when you first log in, and Amazon will do the rest. Every Amazon Smile order you make, Amazon will donate to Iowa Catholic Radio. Support Iowa Catholic Radio while you shop at smile.amazon.com. And thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio.
15: It can be easy to look at how someone is dressing or acting and judge them. But have you ever thought about how much grace is available in these situations? The next time someone makes a questionable decision, instead of judging and condemning, uphold their dignity for them. We do greater good by lifting them up in prayer and respecting their personhood than if we mentally tear them apart in our thoughts. We can uphold the dignity of others even when they are unable to recognize their own value.
11: Listener supported Iowa Catholic Radio 1150 AM KWKY Des Moines 94.5 FM K233BT Des Moines 88.5 FM KIHS Adel 90.9 FM KLOX Creston
1: Underway here in the fourth quarter first or a th- first down play from Ankeny the toss played left side to Kadolph and Colin it's across the uh, 25 and stop right about the 28-yard line. Gain a three. And it'll bring up second down and seven for Ankeny. The Hawks lead it 21-6 over Dowling Catholic. As we move to the fourth quarter, Ankeny going left to right, south to north. Or rather, north to south here at the uh, Valley Stadium. Hawks in their road white uniforms, gold pants, white helmets. Dowling in their home maroon jerseys with white pants and white numbers. And now here's Cole in a read option they give us to Godolph. And he just... Zigzags his way, picks up the first down, up to the 40-yard line, gain at 12. And it looks like it was going to be stopped initially, Matt, for a short gain. And then he kind of just kept his legs moving and ground out a few more yards, did Kadolph
2: Dowling brought a blitz off the edge, and uh, it was um, on the edge there. It was number 33 for the maroon, Seamer, coming off the edge hard, and he overran it. I mean, he was blitzing right into Kadolph, and Kadolph was able to slide underneath him, which created the alley. For
1: the first down. Mark him down at the 39, so it's an 11-yard gain for Colin Kadolph First and 10, Ankeny. Ball on their own 39-yard line. 10:45 remaining. Fourth quarter, and the Hawks lead it 21-6 over Dowling Catholic. Both teams with one-on-one one records, and now the give is to tailback Codolph, and he s- s- zigs right through there. He's like shot out of a cannon, and stopped, and then Started again, and that should be good enough for a first down, I believe, at midfield, a gain of 11.
2: Unless... Yeah, that is going to be a first down. Uh, right now, we're starting to see this offensive line from Ankeny. We, we've seen it the other way the last two weeks where the offensive line from Dowling was taken over in the second half. Right now, it started this fourth quarter. The Ankeny offensive line is making some holes for Kadolph and all of a sudden, Kadolph is getting chunk yardage here. To start this fourth quarter, yes he is. So it is uh, first and ten
1: Ankeny at midfield. Hawks trying to keep their twenty-one to six lead over Dowling. J.J. Cole at quarterback out of the shotgun, and they give us to Kodolph right up the gut. Down he goes. He's running downhill all the way to the forty-five. A Dowling a pick up a five. Gonna bring up second and five for Joe the Hawks.
2: Joe Hughes on the stop there for the Maroons, as Cadoff uh, was able to get that seam up a gap and and. Uh, Created,
1: created an opening in there for five yards. Good has had some big carries, and now we've got an injured Hawk player on the field. 10-10 remaining, fourth quarter, 21-6. Ankeny with the lead over Dowling. Other games going on tonight. City High of Iowa City, that's Dowling's next opponent, up at Ames tonight. We'll try to get a score there. Johnson taking on Dallas Center Grimes out of Class 4A. Johnson ranked ninth, and Cedar Falls' 10th-ranked team Uh, is taking on Cedar Rapids Prairie. On this uh, timeout, we'll try to get a number for you for the Ankeny player that's injured. Let's go down to the Dowling sideline, and that is where John Chido's at, John.
3: Well, time is Ankeny's friend right now, and and it's not Dowling's friend. So you're looking at maybe two possessions here with 10-10 left in in the game. So they have to keep Ankeny off the scoreboard. Uh, Limited two possessions, and and hopefully uh, have that opportunity to put some points on the board and, and, and get another shot at it because...
2: It's 85. It's,
3: uh, you're running out of time here.
2: Yeah. So 85, I got a little piece here, Mark. Uh, Jacob Morfill. Well, I think it's the wrong n- name. Oh, okay. And because uh, I got a little intel here because that's there's a Sheldon tie here. So the young man going off the field, Jeremiah Kruger, is uh, is a um, the son of two former athletes that I was – oh my goodness and, uh, sheldon makes it down to yeah ankeny? yeah oh, yeah well, that so kind I've of connection is that i've known jeremiah since he was running around knee high so uh <laughs> great kid great family listen dan kruger and ankeny uh good kid hopefully he's not hurt too bad there all right he makes his way off and now we're underway here's a handoff to
1: Godolphin. he's stacked up at the line of scrimmage the line of scrimmage was the dowling 45 and godolph may have gotten a yard down to the 44 and that's where they're going to mark him down they're just feeding Kadolf here, as John yeah. mentioned. It's, uh, it's clock eating time for Ankeny if they can keep the drives and the chains moving. This drive started back at the Ankeny 25-yard line. Actually, it was pushed back to the 13 on the penalty, and they have dug themselves out of the hole. they in Dowling territory, and it's third and five Hawks at the Dowling 44.
2: And good teams find a way to dig themselves out of those holes and and make a play and and get things done. Right now, Ankeny's been able to do that, and they're just going to keep giving the ball to Kadolf until the Dowling defense proves they can stop it. Yep, ninth play of the drive. Back
1: to throw is Cole. Has a man open, and it's caught inside the ten, five Touchdown, Ankeny, and that is McCullough again on the touchdown reception. Brady McCullough, the 6'4", 210-bound senior. That is his second touchdown of the night, I believe. And Ankeny now extends its lead to 27-6 to
2: on the pass play for 44 yards. Again, Dowling brought pressure. which kind of left him in man, which left him in man coverage. And uh, Blake Anderson was left one-on-one with McCullough going down the sideline. And, and J.J. Uh, Cole threw it right over the top into McCullough's hands. And it's a... Big play Yes, it is. Hawk, Hawks. Hawk
1: touchdown. Now Pelham in for the extra point. The hold by Austin Bailey. The snap by Brock Adamson for Ankeny. And the extra point is no good. No good. With nine oh two remaining here in the fourth quarter. Our score, 27-6. Ankeny leads Dowling Catholic here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network and the Central Iowa Sports Network.
4: Thank you, Ashworth Vision Clinic, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365 on Iowa Catholic Radio. Ashworth Vision Clinic online at ashworthvision.com. Ashworth Vision Clinic, 515-440-4610.
0: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio.
5: Thank you, Dental Associates, for supporting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. 515-225-6742. Online at des moines-dentalassociates.com.
0: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80 percent of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Kemen.com. Thank you, Kemen, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio.
1: And we're back here at Valley Stadium. Mark Abadale, Matt Mainring, John Chido awaiting the Ankeny kickoff. The Hawks Score again, and that is J.J. Cole's fourth touchdown pass of the night. And for Brady McCullough, his third touchdown reception, 9.02 remaining, fourth quarter. Ankeny leads 27-6 now over Dowling Catholic. The extra point by Pelham was no good, and now here's a kickoff fielded by Dowling at the five-yard line. The Maroons on the return, and running the football near side is Carson Brown. He's got some room across midfield, and he's going to run out of room, pushed out of bounds inside the Hawk 40-yard line. And Dowling will take over 1st and 10 from the Ankeny 40. Great return that time by Carson Brown of 45 yards. There's a
2: senior going to make a play and making a difference, trying to get you know a, a game uh, changer, game-changing play, and uh, puts the uh, Dowling offense on the right side of the 50 as they head down uh Try and get a score. All right, John
1: Chowdy, you're in the Dowling uh, sideline. The Dowling offense has to get to work to run out of time, trailing 27-6 to 6 here, Johnny.
3: Yeah, you have to capitalize on these big plays, and Dowling hasn't been able to do that all night. So we have a big play here. they got to keep the momentum going and get something on the board here.
1: All right, the Moons put the ball on the ground, and hit and dropped is the Dowling tailback. And let's see if that is uh, C.J. That's or Cam. Or Cam. Cam Middleton hit and dropped, and that is just tremendous pressure by that Ankeny yeah, front Sean, four there.
2: Yeah, Sean Gavin uh, was in the backfield, almost took the handoff there as he blew through the line of scrimmage, and Diego Jackson, Braden Simonson, Nick Eaton are, are giving the uh, Dowling offensive line everything they can handle tonight. All right, Middleton
1: in at tailback. Line of scrimmage is the Ankeny 42, a loss of two on that last play. Jake English, a quarterback, has two receivers to his right, tight end to the left. Dowling going right to left and timeout Dowling. So we'll take a break. 8 10 remaining, fourth quarter, the Ankeny Hawks leading 27 to 6 over Dallin Catholic. We'll be back after these messages here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network and the Central Iowa Sports Network.
0: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One.
1: Your expert circle
0: of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercy1.org.
7: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formalware. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Davenport, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formalware, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at Skeffingtons.com.
8: What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO... You receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line: it's for the kids and their future.
1: Now we're back here at uh, Valley Stadium. Dowling running the play while we were away at break. It'll bring up third and seven. Maroons Dowling trailing 27-6 to here with 7.48 remaining in the fourth quarter. Dowling with a third and seven from the Ankeny 37 here, Matt Manger. Going to get something going. Jake English, at quarterback, works out of the shotgun. Three receivers split out wide left at the bottom of the screen. Back to throw English, who throws for... The uh, towards the right sideline, the pass incomplete. He overthrew his tight end, Jalen Thompson.
2: You know, Jalen's going to have to. He'll figure this out as he matures. But he had an opportunity there to fight back through the defender, and, and and create, uh, you know, some contact that may have prevented, you know, draws a flag or whatever else. But he had an opportunity to go get that football, and uh, now here we are in fourth down. Fourth down, Dowling will go for it. Fourth and seven
1: from the Ankeny Hawk 37-yard line. 7.30 remaining in the fourth quarter. Time running out for Dowling. English back to throw. Looks downfield. Fires it downfield. He's got a man open, and it's caught. Caught for the first down by Bo Gamble, and that's his first catch of the season.
2: Oh, they're gonna, they're and now gonna they're going to wave off. it off. He yeah. said he
1: didn't have controls. He was knocked down and out of bounds. Tough break for Bo, and that'll bring... Uh, Ankeny's offense
2: on the field as Dowling turns the ball over on downs. Ryan Crandall was there to break up the play for the Hawks as Bo went up and made a great, he got his hands on it. It was a great look as you see the replay here and uh, goes up, makes a great catch. Yeah, he, and, lost, it right and he there. lost the ball right at the end as he comes down and hits the ground. So Ankeny will take over first and
1: 10 from the Hawk 37 yard line. 724 remaining here in the fourth quarter. We'll go down to John Chido after this play. Is the Ankeny offense out there? Call JJ Cole, the 6'6 junior at quarterback, read option they give to give us to Cadolf, who's still in there. And Colin gets back to the line of scrimmage, and that's it. It'll bring up second and ten Ankeny. 715 remaining. Here in the fourth quarter, John Chatt come on in. Dowling trailing twenty-seven to six, and Bo Gamble almost had his first catch of the year.
3: Yeah, that that that, that was a tight catch there. Could have gone either way on the on the sideline. But
1: but you look at it,
3: after a big plays for Dowling, you have first down. Converts a big play, and then we get stuffed for a three-yard loss, and now you're fighting behind the chains. And then it's third and eight. And Dalling, they're not a team set up to be in that, that position. You have to stay ahead of the chains. The first down plays after big plays and the second down plays all together have not been very good for the Maroons offense tonight.
1: Yep, and you mix that in with a pretty good Ankeny defense who was uh, fired up after last week's performance losing to their crosstown rival as Kadolf gets the handoff again and squirms up for about a yard or two, up to the 39-yard line, they'll call. it bring up third and eight for the Ankeny Hawks, and that is so important, you know. you got to create your own plays. Some teams have uh, some great firepower. I think we saw a team called Southeast Polka show us that. Mm-hmm. Well, Ankeny still has it, but for whatever reason, credit Centennial last week, but they stopped this pretty good Ankeny offense yeah. in its tracks, held them, holding them to a touchdown uh, late in the second half,
2: Matt. They come into the season highly ranked, and they, they didn't look at this last week, they look at this week, the thing is for them is they took advantage of the turnovers, and of the Dowling turnovers tonight, and that's the difference in this ballgame. All right, Cole, it's a game or
1: play clock, one wind down to nearly zero, hand it off and get off the carrier, ball carrier, and he gets a couple yards across the 40 up to about the 41-yard line. it will bring up fourth down for Ankeny, and they're not going to let the clock run here and bring in the punting unit.
2: I'm sure they could even call a timeout. They have one left you know as you go into the season and and Dowling knew going into the season, they had a grinder to start you know you had three highly you know very very good teams coming out of the of the blocks and and uh it's a it's a grind and and here they said you know looking at you know being one and two. But you're never as bad as you as you think you never as bad as you think you are. And uh, I tell you this watch Steve will bounce
1: back. Yeah, there's right, yeah. a punt by Ankeny A fair catch signaled for by Dowling's Cooper Nicholson and Marins will have it first and ten, right around their own twenty-five yard line is where the Dowling offense will start with five oh three remaining here in the fourth quarter. It's Ankeny twenty-seven, Dowling Catholic six. Here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, I want to thank our producer, Iowa Catholic Radio producer Jeff Pigott uh, for all he does behind the scenes uh, for us. So, Jeff, thank you for being back at the uh, lonely studios of Iowa Catholic Radio there in West Des Moines. And our thanks to our Central Iowa Sports Network producer here, and that's Sean Ingracia. Ingracia. Say that five times there, yeah. Mr. Mainring. And now Dowling with a quick pass on first and ten from their own 25-yard line. And that was a nice little uh, quick hitter that time. Yeah, for it was. Those.
2: Jalen Thompson and – you know, what you're you looking at, as a coach right now, what you're trying to do is you're trying to find some positives to build for the next week. What are these, what are these players that we can get engaged and get that timing down between the quarterback and, and uh, make some things happen? Ten-yard reception, first
1: down Dowling at their own 35-yard line. Ankeny 27, Dowling Catholic 6, English back to throw. Launches it downfield near side, and it's caught. High-pointed by Nicholson with the catch inside
2: the 40-yard line. They'll spot him down at the Hawk 38. Great throw by Jake, and, and as you said, high-pointed there by Nicholson, and Jake took a shot at the end of this play, and it was a well-thrown ball, lays it out there, big gain for the Maroons.
1: So a 27-yard reception, first down Dowling, Cooper Nicholson.
2: As we watch the replay here, and you can see, you know, English takes a shot at the end, but Cooper goes up and just it does get that ball at its highest point and, and bring it home.
1: First down Dowling at the 38-yard line of Ankeny in clock continues to run. Dowling has two timeouts remaining. Ankeny down to their final timeout, pistol formation. And here's English on the read option, and the give is to the tailback, C.J. Phillip, and he kind of bounces his way over center and is finally wrapped up inside the 35, maybe the 34,
2: gain of four. Good run there by uh, C.J. as he bounced through there and, and got in the gap and spun up field. And to show the athletic ability is Sean Gavin. He's playing on the line and goes backwards and makes that tackle five yards down the field and a great athletic play by him. Well, Ankeny's
1: got some of their better athletes on the field. Several of them go a couple ways. We've seen Crandall on both sides of the football a few times. And uh, McCullough. And now here's a handoff to uh, C.J. Phillip. And he tries to get outside and can't. No gain in the play. It'll bring up third or third and six.
2: Trying to get that edge, and and, and uh, they were Jackson Pennington wasn't going to have anything of it as he, as he shut that down as uh, C.J. tried to get around the edge on the play, creating third down, third and long here again for the Maroons.
1: Reminder, we'll have the postgame show on Iowa Catholic Radio. We'll catch up with head coach Tom Wilson of Dowling Catholic as the Maroons head east next week. Back to throw English, fires it downfield, and the pass overthrown to C-G- Cooper Nicholson, and it's incomplete. I'll stop the clock with three oh two remaining here in the fourth quarter. Fourth and six coming up from Dow- for Dowling from the Ankeny thirty-four yard line. Hawks
2: lead it twenty-seven to six, and Anken- and Dowling obviously going for it here, Matt. Yeah. Well, we have a moment here, I wanted to say we, you know, we before the game, I walked in with a set of parents, Carlos Navarro's parents, and a lot of his families down in New Orleans. Uh, listening to the game, just got electricity back I was after say, the they storm. don't have power. Yeah, they just that's awesome. Yeah. Five
1: receivers for Dowling English back downfield, caught in over the middle. That's Carson Brown, I believe, with the catch inside the 15. And I'm gonna spot him down where at the 11 yard line. Quick hitter that time, Dowling with five receivers three on the right, two on the left, and it was Carson Brown, the slot. In the slot right with the catch.
2: They find that soft spot in the middle of that, that two-deep zone, if you can get behind the linebackers and in front of the safeties, it, it, that, that spot is open on the middle of the field, and Jake and Car- and Carson have been able to connect on that play a couple times tonight.
1: 23-yard gain puts the ball down to the Hawk 11. First and 10, Dowling from the 11-yard line of Ankeny. Runs with two receivers, three receivers to the right, including the tight end, one to the left, and he fires over the middle. That's English to the big tight end. It's incomplete to... Uh, the big guy, Jalen Thompson, in the end zone.
2: Great break up there uh, by the Hawk defense. As There was one-on-one coverage there. Um, again, Ryan Crandall is the one that broke that up as, as uh, he came up there and separated the ball from Jalen's hands. All right, to bring up second down 10 for the Maroons. Jake
1: English, a quarterback. He's got one back in the backfield, and that's C.J. Phillip. He fires into the end zone to double coverage for his big tight end, once again, incomplete to Jalen Thompson. Thompson, a
2: 6'4", 225-pound junior. And that was a little bit into double coverage that time. That was. He was. He, he kind of threw that one out into the corner, letting Jalen try and go get it, and, and threw it out there, fortunately, where no one else could either.
1: That is fortunate. You're right. That's a good, good point. Of course, uh, Jake English, his second start of the season in three games, taking over for... Jackson Smolick who is out for the year with a broken collarbone, broken in two places, and we hope he is on the mend quickly. He is just a junior. English back to throw, fires in the end zone, pass incomplete. He
2: led his intended receiver a little bit that time, and it's no, it's incomplete. Carson Brown had you know, kind of a, I would say it was like a bracketed coverage. He had a man on him and a man over the top. And, uh, again, two players, uh, two defenders there as Carson's trying, and Jake's trying to fit it into a small window. He did, and
1: I think he had a little bit of pressure because he unloaded it maybe just sooner than he wanted yeah. to. And Carson had one on one coverage, but forced the uh, the play. Fourth and ten, Dowling from the Ankeny 11. English with pressure fires in the end zone, and he's got his it's man caught. open. Touchdown, Jalen Thompson. Oh, oh. Uh, is that right? Uh, I think it's Carson or Brown. Carson Brown. Yeah, it's Carson, it's Carson Brown. Brown. And it's touchdown Dowling. And I'll tell you what, English threw a dime that time. He had to get it over the uh, cornerback yeah, in the end did. zone. On the right side of the formation, we'll hopefully have the uh, replay, and we do. And we want to thank and, Sean for that.
2: You know, the crossing route there, and, and Jake throws it to the back of the end zone, and, and Carson goes up and, and gets that ball out of the air. You, you know, he didn't wait for it, went and picked it up, and uh, a nice play, something to build on as they move forward. First touchdown of the night for Dowling
1: and Diego Leon with the extra point. It's good. So our score is now 27-13. Ankeny leads Dowling. 2:17 remaining. Fourth quarter. Back in one minute. Here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network and the Central Iowa Sports Network.
9: At noon, Monday through Friday, The Doctor is in. Dr. Ray Garendi helps you with personal problems and professional questions. You'll love his fun approach and practical advice. The Doctor is in
7: on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, connecting listeners with Christ. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Northwest Bank. Commitment you can bank on. Northwest Bank is a community bank serving Iowa and Nebraska. NW.BANK. Thank you, Northwest Bank, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio.
10: Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home, Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools.
1: here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network and the Central Iowa Sports Network. Thanks to Jeff Pickett back at the Iowa Catholic Radio Studio. Now here's the onside kick by Diego Leone and angles across midfield. I think Ankeny fell on top of it. They did. Dowling on that last drive. We'll go down to John Chido here in a moment. 10 plays, 75 yards and Jake English. First touchdown pass of the evening of 11 yards to Carson Brown in the end zone. Extra point by Diego Leone. Good. And it's 27-13, eh? Came with the lead over Dowling Catholic. Let's go down to the Dowling sideline. That's where John Chido is at. Johnny?
3: Oh, it's good to see Jake English connect with Carson Brown for that touchdown because, you know, Jake's been fighting all night long and was, was able to complete those passes. And, and Carson Brown has is, is, is shown that he's a playmaker uh, going up for those balls, and he's had, he's had a good night. Unfortunately, you know, it, the scoreboard doesn't uh, say that uh, for the team. But, uh, you know, the kids fought. And they're, they're, they're going to continue to fight here until the end.
1: And Johnny, congratulations to you as the head coach of the eighth grade uh, Dowling football team with a win on uh, Tuesday night. And I know you're looking for your second win this Tuesday. So, on behalf of Matt Mandry, I want to congratulate you and your eighth grade football team.
3: Well, good, good if you have great kids, they make good coaches. So, it's, it's <laughs> credit to all that the kids. That's
1: true. He's, he's talking coach speak just yeah, like I you know, do, I mean, Mandry. Just it. like you guys do. You guys are all like these coaches all right <laughs> penalty on first down <laughs> and by ankeny so i'll push them back to their own 43 yard line and they give to the tailback and i think they've got some uh, new players in there and we'll see who they are as he scampers or is it Cadol? nope it's cut still it's in there
2: Kaddalf, yeah yeah they, they still have that starting group up in there and they're not going to mess around they want to make sure that we don't <laughs> you know they don't give any momentum to Dowling whatsoever cuz you seen turnovers. stranger things
1: happen yeah turnovers ankeny's lone turnover was a muff punt by one of their uh outstanding athletes uh, in their in their two deep He's their backup quarterback and that's uh I'm sorry yeah he is one of the uh, uh tailbacks That's reed johnson who had the muff punt uh, Dowling recovered and Roone's got a field goal out of it in the first half. 27-13 is our score. Ankeny with the lead. Minute 25 remaining. The handoff to again, and he's brought down right at midfield. And A penalty flag. That'll be a horse collar. Uh, might have been Pettis on the tackle that time. Who's going to get flagged for it? And that'll tack on some yardage. So Kadolph gets yeah. it up
2: to the 49. They're going to tack on some more. It looks like we're going to have about three more snaps here as we as we move to the end of this ball game, and and. Uh, One of the reasons why you you do change players in and out of the football game at the end because as you're going half speed, sometimes things don't work out very well. That's true. From a health standpoint. But I think you're probably going to see the victory formation here from the Hawks. Yep, they're
1: going to drop somebody deep as a safety. And uh, (laughs) they will get in a victory formation. J.J. Cole, who's thrown for uh, three touchdowns tonight, or is it four? Four touchdowns by Cole, three caught by McCullough. And the other one caught by uh, Kadolph So Brady McCullough with three touchdown receptions. Colin Kadolph with one touchdown reception. And J.J. Cole with four touchdowns. And they kneel it. And that should do it. 40 seconds remain. The game clock will have to throw one more, one more play. They have to snap it one more time. 27 13 is our score. Ankeny with the lead for the Hawks next week. They take on number one-ranked Southeast Polk. And that should be a pretty good game as it'll be uh, Southeast Polk, number one team in Class 5A at number six, Ankeny. They'll kick it off at 7 o'clock at Ankeny Stadium. Dowling will go on the road. They'll take on eighth-ranked City High of Iowa City who are playing tonight, and they'll take a knee here, and Cole does, and that'll do it. Final score, the Ankeny Hawks. Defeat, second-ranked Dowling, 27-13. to 13. Dowling now falls to 1-2 and two on the season. Ankeny improves to 2-1. and one. Congratulations to head coach Rick Nelson and the Ankeny Hawks. As, uh, they win it tonight here at Valley Stadium. And uh, John Scheidel will catch up with uh, Dowling head coach Tom Wilson on our postgame show. And we got quick stats and accurate stats. Oh, this guy, hey, he's all right. I know. I'll it. tell you I what. It. Seifert has done a good job.
2: He's
1: the guy. He has done well. He and Kurt Zimmerman, but Jarrett Seifert, one of the math teachers at Dowling, providing the stats, we will do that right now. Final score, Ankeny 27, Dowling 13 here from Valley Stadium. And let's take a look at the numbers here. Ankeny with 230 yards of total offense. Dowling 208. Uh, The Maroons with 162 yards in the air. Ankeny with 144 yards in the air. Hawks rushed the ball for 86 yards. Dowling rushed the ball for just 46 yards. Maroons were penalized six times for 65 yards. Ankeny penalized six times for 55 yards. Ankeny with 16 first downs. Dowling with 11. And uh, quarterback Jake English for Dowling, 9 of 28 passing, 162 yards, one touchdown and two interceptions tonight. J.J. Cole for Ankeny, 13 out of 15. Uh, completions. I'll tell you what, that's pretty good. Only dropped two balls. 144 yards and four touchdowns for Cole. Leading rusher for Dowling, C.J. Phillip, 12 carries, 28 yards. Cam Middleton, 10 carries for 13 yards. English, three carries for two yards. And Dante Cataldo, one carry for negative two yards. For Ankeny, their leading ball carrier was Colin Kadolph, the uh, two-year starter. 24 carries, 109 yards on the evening, and he had one touchdown reception. And then others in there, Nate Nessa, two carries for three yards. Uh, quarterback J.J. Cole, six carries, negative two yards. As Ankeny now in receiving, they had uh, their leading receiver was uh, Brady McCullough. Eight catches, 124 yards and three touchdowns tonight for the All-State uh, receiver for Ankeny. And also in there, Ryan Crandall, three catches for 16 yards. And out of the backfield, calling kadolph three catches or two catches for four yards and a touchdown. Leading receiver for Dowling, Carson Brown four catches, eighty-four yards and a touchdown. Cooper Nicholson two catches for fifty yards. Tight end Jalen Thompson two catches for fifteen yards, and Andrew Bliss one catch for thirteen yards. That'll wrap up the scoring in the con- or the, the stats in the contest. Again, Ankeny with two hundred thirty yards of total offense. Dowling with two hundred eight. We'll take a break and come back with our post-game show featuring. Dowling Catholic head coach Tom Wilson, John Chatter, will catch up with him following this break. Final score from Valley Stadium, Ankeny27, Dowling 13 here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, and the Central Iowa Sports Network.
0: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at Mercy1.org.
7: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formalware. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Davenport, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formalware, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at Skeffington's.com. Support
8: for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by CTO. What great news for donors to the Catholic Tuition Organization. You now receive 75%. Yes, 75% of your donation back in Iowa tax credits beginning January 1st of this year. Your support has helped thousands of students attend our Catholic schools. Best gift ever. Online. ctoiowa.org At CTO, the bottom line, it's for the kids and their future.
1: We're back here at Valley Stadium, West Des Moines. Here on our post-game show on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, Mark Amadale alongside Matt Mainring, John Chido down on the Dowling sideline. He'll be catching up with head coach Tom Wilson. And it was the Ankeny Hawks a 27-13 win over Dowling. The Hawks improved to two and one on the season. Dowling falls to one and two. As uh, we want to thank our supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, they've been with us all season long. That includes the uh, Catholic United Financial. Ashworth Vision. Our thanks to Construction Professionals Dental Associates, also Kemen, Mercy One, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Skeffington's Formal Wear, and Northwest Bank. And uh, Matt Maindring. We have a moment. Let's, we have a, let's get a couple scores in there, Matt, before we go down to John and. All right. We got Iowa Austin. City
2: High defeating Ames tonight, thirty-two to seven. And late in the game, we got, it looks like Valley and Urbandale tied at 14 is the last score we have. That's in my backyard in Urbandale. Yeah. Wait, I may get home and walk over. Ankeny Centennial, Centennial over Waukee, 42-7. to And uh, that is the updates as they have them right now.
1: And you had, uh, again, City High of Iowa City. That's Dowling's next opponent. Yep. Leading Ames in Ames tonight. That's the the little Cyhawk rivalry. Right. You said 32-7. to Yep. That last report. Okay.
2: Yeah, that, and that game is over, I believe, and so the, the um, other game that we're kind of looking for was the Southeast Polk game, and I believe it was close last time.
1: Okay. Well, again, the final here, Ankeny 27 and uh, Dowling Catholic 13, Mark Hamadale, Matt Mainry here in the press box. We're going to send it down to John Chido on the field, and we'll have uh, head coach uh, Tom Wilson following the game, and go ahead and take it away, John, with head coach Tom Wilson of Dowling.
3: Well, Coach, it's a tough night. Uh, tonight, the kids fought hard uh, till till the end. Uh, your thoughts overall?
6: Yeah, I, I think they did. To be honest with you, it's just disappointing on how we played. And and uh, it's like I just told them. I mean, it, it's everything from the coaching staff to players to, to everything. We have to to do it together. So we got to coach better. They got to play better. Um, and it stinks right now, but. You know, All is not lost, um, and uh, the schedule doesn't get any easier, so we've got an awful lot of work to do. We just have to execute uh, what we do a heck of a lot better than what we are right now.
3: I know, Coach, you've been doing this a long time, and, and, and you're going to find out what type of identity this team has and get them prepared each week and, uh, and get the bets out of these kids uh, to play e- each week.
6: Well, that's certainly the plan, and uh, I don't think there's any magic formula to do that. Uh, you know, your kids just have to to trust in each other. And right now, I'm not sure we have that. Uh, you know, I think our defense fights their hearts out. But as soon as you know, you get defense versus offense, it team. So um, we'll go back to work. We've got good kids, and and we can play a heck of a lot better than than really what we have. And um you know a lot of people can make excuses and and talk about you know okay we don't have jackson and things like that english is playing his rear end off and and uh, trying to do the best they can we know who we have we just have to make who we have better
3: all right coach all next week thank, thank you. you
1: all right john Chittle. thank you for uh... Visiting with head coach Tom Wilson, never easy to talk to the, the media or the press or even your own local radio station. Matt, you've had to do that, I'm sure, a few times up few in Sheldon. It's, yeah, a few and, times. Oh, you guys had the Saturday morning uh, yeah, uh, the Saturday breakfast m- club, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, but, we did. Yeah, so. And you, you had to think about it all yeah, night. Yeah, all night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it didn't make it any better. And, and I guess. I bet you didn't forget a thing either. It's no. Just, it's one of those me- memory things. But I yeah. want to thank Coach Wilson for coming over. Tough loss for the Maroons. They're now 1-2 and two on the season as Ankeny improves to 2-1. and one. And uh, let's go run through the scoring tonight. We'll take a break, come back for final thoughts. We want to thank everybody involved with our broadcast, including our sponsors, both on the CISN.TV network, Central Iowa Sports Network, and the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Our thanks to everybody involved. Uh, Ankeny tonight, the highlight, J.J. Cole, their quarterback, threw for four touchdowns, his first four touchdowns of the season. He had two interceptions coming into tonight's game. He threw for four touchdowns. Three of them were caught by... Uh, Brady McCullough, one from five yards, one from four yards, and one from 44 yards uh, by McCullough. And uh, what a night he had is he caught three of those four. Colin Cadolf caught the other from three yards out as Ankeny built. Uh, a, 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 they had four touchdowns tonight, leading 27-6 to six at one point. Ankeny, Dowling scoring late, Carson Brown on an 11-yard reception from Jake English for a touchdown with 2.17 remaining. Uh, cut the lead to 27-13 in between a 40-yard field goal, and a thir- 23-yard field goal by Diego Leon. So that's the scoring as Ankeny led 14-3 to at halftime, and they win it 27-13 over Dowling. We'll take our final break and come back with postgame comments and final comments tonight from Valley Stadium. Final score, Ankeny 27, Dowling 13 here on the CISN.TV and the Iowa Catholic Radio Network.
9: Tuesdays at 9 a.m., listen to Be Not Afraid on Iowa Catholic Radio, iowacatholicradio.com, and On Demand on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Connecting listeners with Christ.
7: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Northwest Bank. Commitment you can bank on. Northwest Bank is a community bank serving Iowa and Nebraska. N-W-B-A-N-K. Thank you, Northwest Bank, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio.
10: Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home, Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools.
1: All right, back here at Valley Stadium in West Des Moines, man, Mr. Manger, you yeah. are the producer. You've taken some well, yeah. Classes. Well, I just, uh, you know, the coach came up rolling. here. When Coach Chido comes up, uh, I stop everything and <laughs> we, get, we get the inside <laughs> scoop. I, and I stuff. was out
2: here admiring our kids. We got three kids picking up all the litter from the the student section out there. Will Bussey leading the row, leading them, and and. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, uh, that's, that's what being a maroon's about right there. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. I, I'm more proud of those three kids right now than you can imagine. Matt, in our day, we used to call that jug,
1: and there might be a football player or two out there picking up uh, uh, These stuff. guys
2: aren't jugged, I can guarantee you. Are you sure? You. I'm positive. Johnny yeah. yeah.
1: knows what I'm talking about. We call that jug.
2: Well, they still do. <laughs>
1: oh. Oh, I didn't know that. I,
2: oh, yeah. My daughter doesn't know what that is yet. There's justice under God. Every day is justice <laughs> under
3: God. For yeah, there you go.
1: There you go. Thank you, John, for uh, coming up. Always tough to interview the coach. Final score tonight, folks, if you joined us late, 27-13, Ankeny defeating Dowling Catholic. Runes now 1-2 and on the season, Ankeny 2-1. and one. And it was all Ankeny tonight, and they controlled the line of scrimmage. They led 14-3 to at halftime, and uh, they scored a couple touchdowns in the second half. Dowling scoring one versus two field goals tonight, and John, it had to be frustrating. I know you as a coach, you look at that, and it's like, well, look at the offensive line play, and that Ankeny defensive front four was in the Dowling backfield for, I have negative uh, yardage, no minus two, minus one, no gain, and that made it tough running the ball for Dowling, and we mentioned this, Matt and I talked about it, and you did too in the pregame, you put nine men in the box and made you do something different, and the Maroons couldn't adjust. Yeah, you
3: know, when we go back to, to, to our pregame shows and we always ask the questions uh, back you know, when we look at the runs we had for the titles, you know, and remember back uh, against Valley for the title game, I think Matt mentioned this, you know, what, what team is going to come out of their comfort zone first? Who's going to force them out of their comfort zone? And we're, we're used to getting the other teams out of their comfort, comfort zone. But it seems like tonight Ankeny was able to do that to Dowling the whole entire night. Dowling was never able to get comfortable and get in the rhythm of their offense. And you look at it uh, towards the end, it is, it's a 50-50 ball. And when you get down two possessions a game and then that late touchdown, that you're forced to throw the ball. And that's not Dowling's identity.
1: And it certainly showed. And, uh, you know, you talked about it. talked about comfort zone. Coach Wilson talks about comfort zone. You want to get the other team out of their comfort zone. Well, You thought that might be forcing Anki to throw it. Well, Cole comes up. He had thrown not one touchdown this year in two games. He throws four tonight, three of them to McCullough. And uh, he had, what, I think one interception maybe. And I'll tell you what, or they had one turnover to Anki. That was a a muff punt. Both teams had a muff punt that was all in the fumble. And what a night for... uh, uh, J. J. Cole four touchdowns and so now he's
2: got four touchdowns, two interceptions on the year, and he found his comfort zone. Is what happened. Well, but you go back and look at the stats. You know, coming into the game, J. J. Cole's fifteen of thirty nine in his first two games. That's not many, Chuck. I mean, he's not and zero touchdowns, two interceptions, one hundred forty four yards, not much. And uh, you know, you you, you want to be the guy, you got to be the guy. And tonight he was the guy, and he and McCullough was just outstanding. And there's no answer oh. as they. Uh, things up.
3: He's impressive, and he's, he's tough to guard. With his size and, and our corners, are, when you have five six, that's like me trying to cover Matt. Uh, it just doesn't work very well. You might, you might have a step on me. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, Post him up. And, and you know what I was impressed with? With J.J. Cole's ability to maneuver in the pocket and get out, get out of the pocket and buy himself time to hit that deep ball. And, and when you're able to do that and we can't get pressure on him and force him to come up in the pocket instead of break the pocket, yeah, he's going to cause fits.
2: Yeah, you know, a name we didn't hear very much tonight was Jalen Pettis. And, yeah. and uh, Ankeny was able to neutralize yeah. him, and he didn't get much pressure on the ball. I think uh, Hykus was the only one uh, they that, had the, sack. Yeah. that yep. had the pressures on J.J. On, um, Cole. And, you know, and, and the Ankeny defense, again, they just kept, as you said, yeah. never allowed the offense to get comfortable. And that's a great point, Johnny, and as they could never find what they are going to hang their head on.
1: All right, gentlemen, we've got to wrap things up. We've got a prediction about tomorrow. Matt Maynard, we'll start with you. <laughs> Iowa, Iowa State up in Ames, 3.30 kickoff, ABC. I might
2: be on the golf course at that point. Nice job. It's <laughs> nice a great answer. place to be. Um, yeah, and, you know, it, it, I, I think it, it, at Ames, uh, I think ISU is going to get it done. 95
1: degrees, and this guy's going to sweat his way through it. John Schott, yeah. your thoughts on that because you're a Hawk fan and an Iowa State fan. Your daughter dances for the football team on the dance team. Talk about it.
3: Well, two things. If, if Brees Hall is healthy – and there's been some speculation that he's not quite 100, percent and uh, was it Kohler Charlie Kohler? He didn't play last week, right?
2: Oh, Kohler didn't play. Yeah, if if he's
3: playing this week, it's a different dynamic to the Iowa State offense. And uh, you know, you're on the fence. I could tell. If we're it's going, tough. if we're going straight up, uh, I'll take Iowa State, and I think it's going to go in overtime.
1: All right. I was there for well, okay. that last over. You are going to make a prediction? Oh, yeah. I oh, do. okay. Hawks win it. They're, they're not going to give up over 14 points to Iowa State. <laughs> Hawks win it. They're not going to score that many more points. 21-14 Iowa State. Yeah. I, Iowa over it, Iowa State. A, in the heat, up in Ames. You wear those black jerseys at, at home there, Mr. Chido. It's going to be a great game. It'll be fun. Yeah. You know, a lot of tailgate parties. I, I'm going to invite folks to one. That's out at Valley West Mall. And uh, they're having the, the big uh, TV trucks. Uh, the, the DV, we're going to be out there. After work, we got to be yeah. in the office at 6 a.m. Yep. Thanks to folks, in, thanks to the folks in Ankeny who are going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they got an election coming up on Tuesday, so we got to be open on uh, on Saturday, Johnny. Be yeah. there bright and early, yep. 6 a.m., 6.30. There you
3: go. Keep on chugging away. <laughs> All right, That's, so next we'll week
1: might have a little bit different. We go to Iowa City, take on City High, who at last report uh, won up in Ames tonight. City High defeated Ames 32-7, to a little Cyhawk Hawk classic. And Dowling plays City High last time they met state championship game about 10 years ago so i'll be going hopefully matt will join me i know you may have some family business going too and you're mm-hmm. on a plane friday for vegas to watch iowa state and unlv saturday night so
3: yeah so my daughter sophia is dancing in her first uh, road trip That'd be uh, awesome. Iowa state dance team. that's so cool Very proud miss of that. her. yeah
1: but we'll be there i'll be there i hope lord willing i'll be there matter be who's there. gonna be around me all right <laughs> guys thanks for everything tonight great job on the sidelines johnny on a tough night for the maroons matt as always Thank you. I want to thank Carolyn Kirkhoff. Did a nice job tonight. Mm -hmm. Dowling Club, folks. Get involved. Get with it. Everything's online. Call Carolyn if you uh, don't know. And uh, DowlingCatholic.org if you need information, right? That's right. Everything's there.
3: I think you guaranteed 500 right? We got you on the record. will wrap things up tonight, Mr. (laughs) Shadow, before you say anything more.
1: (laughs) Final score. The Ankeny Hawks defeat Dowling 27-13. For our friends at CISN.TV, our thanks to them. Uh, do a great job. Pete Tarpey, along with uh, our film guys, Clayton Sampson and Nick McDougal, and uh, Sean Ingracia, our producer here for CISN.TV. Our thanks to Jeff Piggott back at the Iowa Catholic Radio Studios. And for everybody involved, for Matt Mandring, John Chido, I'm Mark Amadale. Tune in next week. We'll go on the air at 645, kickoff at 715, Iowa City, City High, hosting Dowling Catholic. The freshman game will play, I think, That's around 4.35 o'clock, so we could be a little later, but we'll be on the air next Friday night, so join us for that. And uh, best of luck to the Ankeny Hawks. They will host number 1 Southeast Polk next Friday night at 7 o'clock while Dowling's on the road at Bates Field in Iowa City, taking on the Little Hawks of City High. And that'll wrap things up. Thanks for joining us. And for uh, John Chido and our studio producer, Jeff Piggott, and Matt Mangry, I'm Mark Amadale. Have a safe and blessed faith-filled and historic Iowa Hawkeye win this weekend.
0: <laughs> Coverage of Dallin yeah. Catholic Sports is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, Mercy One, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Skeffington's Formalware, in the Florist, Northwest Bank, and Catholic United Financial. Please support the businesses that underwrite Iowa Catholic Radio. The proceeding has been a Dallin Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio.